The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, hi, ladies and gentlemen. I have a, I have a whining little dog here. But that's not something that I should concern you with. Sorry about that. Hey, what is it? It's The Gutter Skypes, episode 77. And what's special about this one? Well, not often, but sometimes, when the years and the calendars and the dates roll around correctly, uh, something topical... Well, not so much topical. Seasonal, that's the word I was looking for. Something seasonal is allowed to take place. And that's what we have here. The Holiday Show. The very first uh, season of The Gutter Skypes had that very thing. And actually, I don't think that even posted until after December 25th. I'm trying to remember. Can't. Well, this one is today. It's going to post. The 19th of 2010. So, yes, this is the holiday show. This is the Christmas show. This is The Gutter Skypes themed episode. And it's going to be a Wushu one-shot. And in it, there will be the crew of the Moya's Revenge, transported and transposed into a winter wonderland they never made. It's fraught with dangers, but since it's Wushu, well, they, they, uh, I think they turn out to be more dangerous than anything else. And that's just fine because, hey, it's supposed to be a fun, happy thing. Uh, I... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say I GM'd it. I think it went more along the lines of me just setting up the scenes, setting up the pins for them to knock down. Um, I'll have more to say about that later on, but... Yes, Captain Carlosen, played by Mark Kinney. Kurok and his Rock Bakari, played by Blind Geek. Ravenna de Mysterier, played by Nikki, And Pard, played by Andros. Their, their help is enlisted by a certain, uh, a certain Mr. Kringle. But you'll find all that out once you listen. And uh, before we get underway, let me just wish everybody the happiest of holidays. If you get time to spend some, uh, some relaxing hours with your friends and maybe even, some, maybe even some co-workers that you get along with and like, then excellent. I hope you have a splendid time. If you, uh, if you end up spending time with your family during the holidays, I hope you survive and come out of it intact and everything's okay. Uh, other than that, stay safe on the roads, stay warm, enjoy, indulge yourself a little bit. Don't forget to get yourself something if you're giving out gifts. And that's about it. Let's, uh, let's just sit back and enjoy a Wushu Christmas. I'm here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Yay. Yay. Ding, 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 What, what, what? I'm busy. What? Ding, 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 ding,
You know how much Christmas music I hear at at uh, work right now? Uh, <laughs> twelve to twelve to sixteen hours of it a day. Well, not quite that much per day, thankfully, but uh, eight. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. I'd actually kind of like it because I know them all and they sing along. Yeah. Do you like that? Do you like that one? Do you like the one I was just doing? Yes, that was very nice. Mm-hmm. I want to do horse whip- again. That's the horse whipping song. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Extra whip snapping, please. That's right. Torture, a, a torture <laughs> animal song is what that mm-hmm. is. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Oh, I don't like it so it's much a- now. <laughs> Extreme. Just a wee bit extreme. Hi. Hello. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. I found a nice Christmas present. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) But we're not going to tell you what it is. (laughs) Yeah, this is posting before Christmas, so uh, I don't know what. (laughs) No, we will tell you because it's actually. Yeah, if we do tell you, you have to edit it out, because I don't want... Um, then you got to make it clean, because oh. half the stuff that I need to edit out ends up ha- being peppered with all kinds of cool stuff that other people say that I don't want to lose. Oh. <laughs> I hate when that happens, I understand. Yeah, don't you hate when that yes, happens? I do. <laughs> it's a submacopter, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh. In fact, I have been known, luckily, to, to I have been known to keep things in that I was originally going to edit out. Only, nothing people told me to edit out, mind you, but just stuff that listening to it go, oh, I can take that out. And then somebody will make some comment based on that, and then there's something hilarious, and it's like, oh crap, I can't take that out now because that's. And then it leads to something that makes absolutely exactly. no sense unless you learn what the context exactly. is. <laughs> and I just heard a word that I've never heard before in my life, and I don't understand why. <laughs> because it's that cool. <laughs> Submacopter. Submacopter, I know. Isn't that why great? have I not heard that before? Probably because you haven't been reading a webcomic called Questionable Content. Mm-mm. Ooh, that, that sounds, that even sounds good. Yeah, it's interesting. It's sort of cool. It's just kind of this weird... I don't know how to describe it. It was basically a bunch of like twenty somethings living their their lives in in Northampton, Massachusetts, except it's really, really weird too. Uh, one of the people a fair amount of the action takes place in this this coffee shop called Coffee of Doom, and one of the, one of the uh, baristas who who was working there had this plan to get out of there by going to the defense department and and selling her plans for a flying submarine. Which was the submacopter. I see. Excellent. Speak <laughs> to this bad thing. Flying submarine. And it scans. Flying submarine. That works brilliantly. Flying submarine. Come on, everybody. We, <laughs> we are, are in a flying submacopter. Flying submacopter. Flying submacopter. Paul McCartney's wow. not going to chase after us now for royalties, is he? Not so much. Uh, Okay. No. Yeah, it's in parody. Okay. We're using the in parody excuse. Yeah, it's a pretty funny webcomic, though. It's It's got a, a, a pretty heavy romantic drama quotient to it, but it's also got anthropomorphic PC, um, anthropomorphic PCs as in anthropom- anthropomorphic computers, basically, <laughs> and uh, just a lot of weirdness. It's Okay. Questionable uh, content. Yeah. Star Wars has anthropomorphic right. computers. Well, there's my first link. 
I thought I mean I, basically I can even even a even a hammer can be anthropomorphic <laughs> if it continues to hit your thumb. Yeah. <laughs> I should also note right right now that the comic isn't always, but can be from time to time, not safe for work. So just know that. You really like our that. podcast. Well, yeah. <laughs> this just makes it more appealing. Like the uh, main character's anthro PC, his name's Pint Size, and he. Yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He All likes right. drinking his pints. His attitude is. You would think sometimes. <laughs> he's a perverted little computer, too, but that's. <laughs> yeah. The best kind, I am sure. Okay. It's a I have fun to type. Well. I have to type a note in secret. Who's <laughs> secrets? Let's. Let's. I, I. I. I can't say it out loud because it's part of the Christmas. Uh, part of the Christmas stuff going on over here at Animal Five's house. Andy Ed. can't hear about it. Okay. He won't tell okay. for a small fee. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> you know, it's always wonderful keeping these little treasured gifts a surprise to the very end. What's it worth to see the <laughs> light and joy? See, she, yes, she, <laughs> she, she, she can't, she can't, uh, she can't hear any of this oh. uh, except for me talking. So I'm typing. <laughs> so clever. And pencil. Oh yes, sir, that means there's pencil going on there's here. There's your present. There's, there's my <laughs> present. Uh, uh, yeah, how do you spell this? Okay. Just make it up. We'll figure this it is, out. I got to tell you, this is great podcasting here. This is <laughs> <laughs> so, how is everybody doing? Pretty good. I'm doing great. Found out yeah. I'm not going, not going to school in January after all. They had to move me up to end of June. Oh. So, yeah. Reprieve. So we're stuck with them all. I mean, we're so happy. <laughs> oh, no. You were right the first time. You're stuck with me. <laughs> stuck with them all winter and spring. Mr. K, I was very sorry to hear about your Kindle. Well, how uh, it's, it's still vaguely readable. It's just that top inch of the screen is... Yeah. But it's a great ex- ex- trying excuse. trying to squish bugs with it. It's not dead yet. <sighs> it's not exactly, but, you know, it, it took a, a tumble out of my locker at, at work, and it survived worse ones, which is funny, because there was one, I took it out of its case once, and then it's like, there was this, like, bottom thing of it where part of it was, like, cracked out of it. I had to super glue it back to, together there, so, <laughs> but the screen was fine. The fine print says it and only this... gets five lives, not nine. <laughs> I know. Oh, or, well, what what you do is you have uh, is you have Russell T Davies write write for it, and, and then it gets five hundred and seven. Makes no sense to anybody who hasn't been keeping up with Doctor Who stuff, but that's. Will. <laughs> hmm. Oh man, I, I understand. Poor baby, I'm so sorry. Well, to make things better, I, I found the link to the particular comic with the submacopter in it. Oh, good. R. Oh, excellent. I can use that in the uh, show notes. And may I say that with all the creativity of Doctor Who and everything that 
has been shown in the past as far as that creativity is concerned. Without getting too much on a soapbox, too late. I am Shut among the annoyed. I am among <laughs> the annoyed about this because it seems like there are so many really kick-ass ways they could have dealt with the regeneration thing, and then and they go for the well. It's actually never been specified. No, come on. Well, well they never intended on. to go this long. That's not the point. <laughs> Well, and, if and they it, can run Coronation Street for 50 years, what made you think they'd stop Doctor Who? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's always been arbitrary, but you you would think and that's why I, I, I'm not sure that, I, that even though they hyped it this way, I'm not even sure that they actually did, did away with the with the the regeneration limit because they did it in such a way that it could just be passed off as a there's this kid asking me, so I'll just make this flip answer to him just to to, to, to like shut him up. I hope because, I mean, I have no problem with them increasing the life, the, yeah. the lives he has. Obviously, with the show going, you need to do it. If they're going to have an actor playing the role every four or five years, it, or or less, it, it needs to happen. But they're just my objection is the to to, to to use that method of getting around it when there are so many cool. I mean, this Doctor Who for crying out loud, Eric, space, yeah, that Eric, yeah. they had a deadline. I don't they, had, care. they were down the park, <coughs> time had been called, they had to turn it in, and they were like, yeah, all right, no, it's, it's, even, it's about it's all they even can worse, though. It's even worse, though. It was done in a one-off comment on an entirely different show. <laughs> it wasn't even on Doctor Who. It wasn't on Torchwood, was it? No, no it, was it was on was, the Sarah uh, Jane. Uh, sorry. Yeah, the, yeah, the Sarah Jane ad- adventures. Mm. Mm. Well, curse their oily hides. There you go. Oh. Get me passionate about something, and my politeness <laughs> etiquette goes out the friggin' window. <laughs> We're breathing. We're breathing. Clasp your hands together and take deep breaths. Count We're to ten. <laughs> waving in the wind. Branches sweeping. Or around. eleven, as the case may be. <laughs> <laughs> Can't better now. I'm in my Christmas spirit again. Yay! <laughs> Take your other foot, wind it through your elbows. Hey, I suppose I should um, copy in and send this listener feedback. Finally, that I actually gathered together, and I just pasted it in for the send message thing, and now I'm hitting send message and feedback and I checked iTunes and there is a 13th Don't a 13th oh. review I believe it's five star um, and that was back in October 9th <laughs> we got that Ooh. and it has been that long since I actually checked like an idiot I haven't been looking <laughs> and now I'm going to try and find uh, the file <laughs> you can but say meantime, I promise, promise, promise. I will look there much more often. So please, please, please go and leave reviews. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, and while I'm looking for that uh, that uh, iTunes review, which is going to be a picture file that I've got to find because I just snapped it. If you would please, Blind Geek, please read uh, the very top of listener feedback. All right. Uh, this is forum post from Awesome Adam eighty six, and it says, "I have to say." I would really like to hear the gutter skypes play a fantasy game. I think I would too. <laughs> I'd like to hear the gutter skypes play a fantasy game as well. 
the closest we've um, come was swashbucklers, but yes, we have never actually played a straight up um, fantasy. Huh? That's kind of surprising. I suppose what he means is a a, a a dungeon crawl. I think I don't know. Something with unicorns. Yeah. Yeah, there was some evening, that, like I brought up on the boards there, there was some evening when not all of us were here and we were just discussing other stuff that I had pitched a game called Tunnels and Trolls, which mm. sounded like it might have gone over fairly well. Uh-huh. That's possible. Yeah. yeah. So, mm. I mean, when you have a spell where you make an, an artifact to hold magical power and, it's, and the spell is actually called in the game the, the Dura Spell Battery... Uh, 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 uh. Uh. What do yeah. the tunnels get to do? If you're a That's where the trolls character. live. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I, yeah, I attack the tunnels. <laughs> Your magic missile. I want to redecorate every couple of rolls. Oh, I will be man. the insta redecorating tunnel. Salmon. I see salmon everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you mean the color, not the fish. <laughs> you defeat, Maybe a yes, little of both. Color. Maybe you just staple them to the wall. That's it. And then you have texture as well as color. <clears throat> right. <clears throat> Eggshell <And>, uh, blue. <laughs> Occasional snack <laughs> if you want. <laughs> okay. What's up next? Well, listen. Across my screen, I've got all games considered. <laughs> Blind Geek, Andros, Nikki. So why don't we go in that order for the stuff that's following here. Um, all right. So I get the one from Bruce Sheffer? And I'm trying to find it myself here. Maybe I should just, like, <laughs> alt-tab over to the text file that I used. There we go. Oh, look, I can <laughs> see it. Excellent. Yes, uh, please do, Mr. K. Okay, this is a forum post from Bruce Sheffer on episode 75, Fringeworthy. I know what those gray reptiles were. Third-level characters had little chance without considerable firepower, especially explosives. Running for their lives back through the portal was the best solution for them. Remember, folks, those escaped life forms only get tougher. Doesn't that make you happy? How nice. (laughs) (laughs) But not to worry, because our GM would never let anything bad happen to us. That's why he put all those other people with us, so the bad things could happen to them. (laughs) Velociraptors, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that anyway. was a mistake. I'm sure yes, but it was see, an error. But see, it wasn't a TPK. It just was almost a TPK, and that yeah. is a big distinction. So that's okay. Right? Doesn't kill you, we'll, makes you stronger, right? <laughs> Wait till we get to tunnels and trolls, and we've got the concept of, of like spite damage and that kind of thing. Oh, anyway, damage. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he continues. Kudos it's, for the historic for the heroic rescue. Ah, yes. I was, I was very interested on your comments that Fringeworthy didn't seem very pulpish. While it can be played that way, it has always been known as a thinking person's game. Exploration requires observation and contemplation, both non-pulpish, though in a pulpish setting. You usually can't pull, just pull out your weapon and go blasting away. I think that as the campaign progresses and the characters form a large body of known facts and places, pulpish opportunities will increase because they'll be in a known setting and won't have to be so hesitant. Also, if you use a system that gives you a lot of damage-absorbing potential, say Micro 20 at 10th level, you can afford to be more daring. And uh, Bruce Sheffer, of course, one of the guys from TriTac who's, mm. who worked on the, on the uh, D20 Fringeworthy stuff. So. Well, thank Damn. you, Bruce. Cool. 
thinking person's game. No wonder I blow chunks at it. <laughs> oh. I just want to yeah, whack it with a stick. I'm so. kind of there with you, Nikki. I'm not my, I'm chainsaw. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not... My strategy <laughs> concepts are pretty much at an elementary school kid level, so, you know, I'm, that's, that's why I'm having problems here. Yeah. I, I trust... I trust Hardwired Hinterland is more in line with uh, the pulpy side of That's what it seems like from the game description. It sounds like, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I've been getting caught up on uh, the TriTac podcast, and uh, I just, I mean, I've been getting caught up on all of my podcasts, let's be honest. And I just got to the one where they talk a bit about Hardwired Hinterland, and it definitely sounds a lot in the pulpish vein. And it's a pretty much system-free kind of thing, so you can put plug well yeah. whatever system you, you want to in, so... Cool. We want it, precious. We want it. <laughs> well, well, I think he he's referring to the the very very end of that episode. I I made some comments about. Uh, I, I I actually I think I was more referring to our gameplay, our style. Usually, prior to uh, having our asses kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prior to having our asses kicked and going to a place where there were, I mean, this this it's a structured world. There are definite cause and effect things in operation there, and our normal style normal, <laughs> mm-hmm. and our style of gameplay is usually um, to uh, come t- as close to an impersonation of the Marx Brothers with weapons as possible. <laughs> Most of the time. Most of the time, yeah, we just, you know, it's like run in there, jump headfirst into the barrel of pudding or whatever the hell's in the way. With unlimited and just ammo. just go crazy. This With has unlimited, unlimited ammo. ammo. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> but this, no, well, this place, this place, it's it's like, and I think I'm, and I, I, anybody that wants to explore this further, there's comments on it. That, uh, this is all cherry-picked from the forums, the the listener feedback, um, this episode. Uh I, I made a comment that basically that the world itself and the consistency of what goes on in it is, is, it's the rules, essentially. It's it's where you go and what you do that that make you know, that make up the uh, framework of the game, not so much uh, uh, abstract descriptions. It's literally your characters in a very consistent science fiction setting where you can die, if you do something outrageously stupid. So we were a... we were more timid than we usually were. Well, yeah. me in particular, I don't know why. Cause it, because it had... <laughs> you guys remember, yes, of course you do, way, way back when the game missed, the, yeah. the video game missed, and, and nothing oh, yeah. ever happened, but it felt like it would, like monsters or vampires or something would leap out of the woodwork and... Nah, nah, nah. Because it was all always empty and it had that kind of subtle, creepy music. And nobody oh, was yeah. ever there and you had to kind of ninja around and look for stuff. And and nothing ever leapt out, but you felt like it would. And this world feels like that to me, which is why I'm such Congratulations, a Mark Kinney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you totally creeped me out. Well done. But uh, I have yeah. a wow. question Classic. about Fringeworthy before you move on, because I had a brilliant idea. Okay. Uh, Mark? Instead yeah. of a weapon for the next game, can I have a have a heart trap? Have a, a what? A have, <laughs> a heart trap. a have a heart trap. 
<laughs> this the size of a Buick? <laughs> what? Why do I have Care Bears flashbacks going through my head right now? What the hell? You, you mean like a live capture trap, right? It's, yeah, yeah. It's a trap and release sort of trap where nobody gets hurt. It's not a snare or anything like that. It's that's a brand name. Have a heart. But um, mm. can, can I have one of them? Think about it. Think about it. You don't have to answer now. Okay, on we go. I just love the fact that the chainsaw-wielding character is the I one... I am a biologist. This is, about this is the weird thing. She, she goes through... You go through... Well, Lars, whatever. Lars is a biologist, this. too. And Lars I've decided is a biologist, Lars is fine. About to get but you to pick it. out all this deadly, deadly stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, you know, you really aren't a violent person. You really are a collector. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if you think about it, usually a euphemism for somebody that wants something that's illegally dangerous. <laughs> you really are a collector. You want the weapons for their own sake, not actually to use them on anything. Well, I just no, if you think about perfect. it, it's kind of like Star Trek, though. And I just thought of this now, which is why I'm basically cutting you off, and I apologize. I just so let no me. No worries. Go ahead. Now. Go ahead. But but the the uh, the the whole idea where on the on the Enterprise they have enough firepower supposedly in uh, in the original series they state, and God knows what the hell it got to in the next gen and subsequent series, but in they talk about how they could conceivably destroy an entire planet with the firepower they have at their disposal, and yet they call themselves a peaceful exploration ship. So, yes, I'm going somewhere with this. In my, I guess the way you think about with Nikki's character is kind of that same way. She figures, or he figures, I'm going to have as much damn firepower as I can come up with, just in case they will not let me save them. But we're going to go for... The tender heart trap, or whatever the half, half a heart half trap. Half a heart trap. As our first, first, uh, <laughs> as our first ch- chance to do something. Perhaps there'll be one packed in the Jeep. Maybe, maybe, maybe. if I cough up some hero points for it. <laughs> it's not Long unreasonable game. that there may be some there, yeah, for, for exploration on other fringe worlds and all of, the, of that kind of thing. Uh, the, the question is, how big do they make them? Well, the, the mm. reptile thingies aren't that big, are they? Surely there's a baby running around somewhere. <laughs> the ones you have encountered so far are not so large, no. See? About the size of kind of a, of a dog? You missed that completely, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. So far. <laughs> the words so and far were used together Fuck back to they back. They were, weren't they? All right, yeah. um, yes. I table the question. Moving on. Oh, well, I, I just thought damn. of the perfect GM I'm spin toast. that I shouldn't say. Because we'll just bring right. some pate and smear it on my head now, and you know, the perfect. Well, that was yeah, directly tied into that. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you can have a Buick-sized Habhart trap so long as you're inside it <laughs> to be the bait. That Perhaps way, I should have asked for a, a prefab shark cage. Maybe that would be a little more useful for the <laughs> next. Or, or, or like a giant <laughs> shark-proof hamster ball. <gasps> oh, now that is genius. I would afraid it all. You just roll all over the place. La, 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 la. Brilliant. Go downhill. Think about how fast you'd go. Lars goes in the cage. He goes in yeah, the theme no, park. Yeah, has some real Three Stooges moments. Creatures in the theme park. <laughs> I was wondering if someone was going to do the <laughs> thank you, Adam. <laughs> Beat you to it. Oh, I, was, I don't know the movie well enough to do it justice, so I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you did it. And we have to go back and open up the, the locker, the, the meat locker that was banging around. Anyway, uh, 
<laughs> Sorry. Okay, well then I table the question because obviously you're going to be okay. sneaky. I did want to touch very briefly on the, the scenario that Blind Geek brought up just earlier where they can either save or destroy an entire planet. Yeah. I would like to see some episode, and I'm sure in the future they'll be able to do this with computer graphics where they rewrite everything, where the Enterprise goes and these people are having trouble with uh, earthquakes or a plague or some kind of weird creature that's gotten out of control or something, and the Enterprise is in orbit, and they contact the one world government, of course, because, you know, four or five weird people with strange masks on are speaking for the whole planet everywhere they go. <laughs> I would like them to find out what the problem is, whatever it is, where they got to beam, you know, relieve pressure on some tectonic plate here, there, or the other, and they figure it and they say, yes, we can solve your problem. Uh, don't worry, the Federation is here. Will you be paying with Visa or MasterCard? <laughs> we don't take but, the uh, But Adam, <laughs> don't you know, there is no money in the 24th century. We don't use well, money. Use this, is what I'd like, this is what I'd like to see. I'd like to see them say, you what? You, you're not going to pay? <laughs> what, you think we're going to do this for free? <laughs> Later, dudes. And then they warp out of orbit. <laughs> Gold-plated hey, last sorry. <laughs> Nothing's free, folks, you know? <laughs> oh. Gene Berry is rolling over in his grave right now. Yeah, I suppose so. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 uh, yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce Sheffer. Uh, very much for the forum inputs, and there's more forum input from uh, from uh, Bruce Sheffer uh, on the forums as well. Everybody, go to the forums and find out what all this is about, what the replies to these were, and stuff. Next up is a forum post from Ketamano, and I believe that's uh, Andros. Can you take that one? Certainly. All right, from Ketamando on the forums uh, regarding episode 75, Fringeworthy. I really enjoyed this episode. I also like the foreshadowing that Mark did each step of the way. If our stalwart heroes, trademark, didn't have a mission that they stuck to, uh, it could have been them that released the biological specimens. Uh, kudos to Mark for a good use of the ASA slash Chileans. Oh, Ch Chile Chileans, yes. Uh, as red shirt plot expediters. Also known as brunch. <laughs> in, the, in this case, yes. Mm. I see. Uh, my only quibble <laughs> was that the black crystal shouldn't have worked. But the characters were in a bad situation, so I fully understand the hand wave. Well, well we didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I did, kind of, because, like I said, it was for the uh, like planetary platform, but there was a it was a way to get you all out of there, and B, um, I could blame it on the ring interface malfunctioning, like I mentioned mm. on the forums there. So it's all good. okay. Yeah, works for me. Sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we had a num We had a few different keys. I'm sure one of them would have worked. <laughs> sure. Sure, they would have. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Continuing on, as one of the designers of the Savage World version of Fringeworthy. I would love to guest Game Master and run you all through an adventure. Yay! That was me. That would be great. Not yes. a chance. He's going to be just mean and decimate us. No, that key doesn't work. You're dead. Ah. <laughs> uh, let me see if he continues on. Chomp, 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 and something eats you right up. Yes, he says, but I'm not sure how the gutter Skypes even do guest Game Masters. 
I'm not sure how the gutter skypes get together, just the five of us. Uh, and <laughs> we can split you, it five ways. And the, the primary thing is picking picking a date, uh, mm. picking a date and aiming for it, and then missing that, and then rescheduling <laughs> and trying to pick another date. I, yeah. I, I'm all for it. I, I would uh, I would I would greatly enjoy a guest GM. Um, sometimes time just overruns us, and uh, I mean there was a couple. of... We we're, we still have an open invitation. We still have an open invitation open out invitations. to uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we got for folks uh, to come guest GM. Mick, are you listening? Are you listening? Come on, Mick. <laughs> Bradley yeah, has had many things on his plate and has been delayed, and uh, you know there's lots of other folks. Yeah. That, I'm sorry, Andros. You should, oh, oh no, saying, I suppose it wouldn't hurt to send a reminder every now and then. <laughs> mm, that's true. Yeah. Oh, he's on Facebook. I could do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, and and that's part of what was mentioned in the forums. We're going to aim for some time in uh, 2011 because you know the, this is the uh, uh, horrific, harrowing, n- uh, nutty holiday season where nobody's got any time. So uh, yeah, let's let's do it. Okay. Let's see. I'm only halfway through with this note. Um. <laughs> Okay, no problem. Okay, so it was the thing about guest game masters. I guess we'll get in mm-hmm. touch with them, huh? Yes. Okay, good. Um, one other thing, in the errata for D20 Fringeworthy, we include the fact that the portal system will gift you with the majority language on the world on the other side. If there is no one on the other side, then the first one through will determine the majority language. Good thing it wasn't Lars. <laughs> oh, Morgan, 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 come on through, y'all. We're speaking Swedish. <laughs> and all the all the food dispensers would uh, dispense. What is that? Pickled, pickled, pickled what? herring, herring, pickled herring. Yeah. <laughs> wow, forty-seven varieties of pickled herring. Well, <laughs> actually, if it was a Termellon installation, it would probably be sardines. But yeah, that's not too far off. Uh. <laughs> hmm, man. They okay. love sardines. Ah, interesting. <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> so, uh, regarding episode 76, the thing trapped behind the door. Yeah. Wow, another great episode. And I was amazed at how timid some of the characters have gotten since their last encounter with the odd creatures. <laughs> I think we already addressed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not creepy. amazed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a fair idea what was on the other side of that cooler door. Uh, Lars was wise to want to leave it alone. <laughs> and he's shocked at that. That might... Oh, I see. It now transferred. I want to go back. It transferred a, uh, an emoticon into the word that it's yeah. supposed to... Ah. Eric, did I lose you? Do I, do I still have Blind Geek? Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's very, very far away. Okay. Okay. Why did my Skype uh, do that? I don't understand. Uh, well, yeah, let me try unmuting myself. Does that help at all? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah? Okay. I just thought I, thought I lost you. I didn't hear anything. Anyway. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, so, a Tremelin amusement park. Wonderful. I was hoping that one of the team would suggest taking a ride on one of the attractions. Uh, I'm... <laughs> 
day angel. Imagine running around a Tamil and say, I know, let's do that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. He says, imagine running around a Tremelin funhouse while being chased by the critters. <laughs> Grin. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think that's ex- exactly what we were thinking of. That's why we didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the Tremelin funhouse, something big, warm, and fuzzy, isn't necessarily going to be good to you, I think. <laughs> 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 isn't necessarily going to be the, the safe haven. We wouldn't know where to run. Okay, and he has a note for Eric. Uh, Eric, I'm glad you're getting a copy of Hardwired Hinterland. If you have any questions, feel free to post them to the TriTac Forum's Hardwired Hinterlands. Okay, well, I think there was a, a like, link there for the, oh, there was a the link. actual oh, forum. So, yeah. Okay, that didn't yeah. come through as a link for me, but there yeah. you go. I'm going to add that to the show notes, too, so that, that'll be out front and open, uh, easy access to uh, folks that visit the uh, Cutter Skies website. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes on to say it's a very odd setting, and some players may have a hard time getting their heads around it. Hmm. Uh. That or else I'll want to move in and never leave. <laughs> <laughs> One or the other. Hmm. <laughs> so that was from Catamano. Uh, Catamano. Uh, excellent, excellent. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much very for that cool. form. Very, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, I, like the, uh, yeah. I like the feedback notes we get. Uh, sometimes, you know, we're just kind of sitting here in our own little rooms with headphones on, and it's nice to know that people actually listen and enjoy these. Yes. Am I the only one that forgets that it's actually being recorded and... Yes. Damn it! (laughs) Damn it! I do. I never remember that. (sighs) Crap. Because you don't Um, listen to the podcast. I do. I do. Shut up. I do. Well, you you just don't want to hear yourself. That's the thing. No, so I skim. I listen to you guys. All right, listen. If I if I was to no, I don't. As if I have enough. Don't have enough on my plate. I was going to say if I was to send you episodes with your words muted out. Oh, that would be but no. <laughs> would you do that, that would take too, far too long. I, that would take far too long for me to do. Oh, if you stop, rainy if you don't, afternoon. If, 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 you, if you consider it an incentive to not talk so much, then that would be... Oh, it would be it. like those... Ooh. It would be like those sites out there like Garfield without Garfield. <laughs> have you ever seen, seen that? No. Where, where people... There, 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 there are people who will... Get the like uh, Garfield cartoons and take Garfield out of them, so you just have like Odie or John doing their thing, but Garfield isn't there. That's funny. so it makes them look really, really weird sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like a, a video I heard about once, where they claim to have improved um, a Star Wars Phantom Menace by entirely removing Jar Jar. Oh yeah. Oh yes. And was he I've heard of that. I didn't actually say see it, but it said it was um, you know ninety five percent less Jar Jar. Yeah. So uh, and no harm she, done, no harm, no foul. <laughs> is that the the Phantom edit you're thinking about? I saw I saw it at a convention. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds Not right. Though. The power of the public is is frightening and good at the same time. 
I'm just saying, Nikki, I don't think you talk too much. I just couldn't resist that opening that was there. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, next time you, you know, next time you got his back in game. I'm not angry. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> Nikki, are you up oh. to reading a forum? Poem? No, no, I'm practicing <laughs> silence now. <laughs> oh, come on. Tell me all about it, Nikki. <laughs> oh, all right then. So, this is, hey, this is from Josh of MTMJ. <laughs> um, oh, cool. Yeah, it is. That's what it's, it's, what it's from. And Josh says, I've been catching up on the old gutter Skypes and been greatly enjoying things. It's nice to know the podcast was awesome and fun, even from day one. Or so I assume. I actually haven't listened to that episode yet, but I have faith in you. So, (laughs) episode 16 (laughs) continued the trend. Any game that includes Nazi-killing car chases, explosions, and silly accents is a win for me. No logical reason why I shouldn't be able to distinguish between Andros and Mark's voices, but I can't, so let me apologize before I continue. Anyway, one of these fine lads, pretty sure it was Mark, mentioned he was considering playing old red box D&D, but adding Fate-style aspects. I'd like to let him know that I did just this thing a couple of years ago with Rules Cyclopedia D&D, and it worked amazingly well. Um, I had the PCs choose three aspects at first level. They got one more every three levels. Whenever they invoked an aspect, they got to add another d20 to their failed roll. They could also spend fate chips to declare, it's just a flesh wound, and heal back hit points. One hit die per chip. Hmm. I think I read that right. It worked wonderfully, and the aspects really helped to individualize, say, two level one lawful dwarves. Hope it works. Worked well for you. Uh, that's yeah. what he has to say. Cool. I, I never did actually develop that much further, but, but we had a little back and forth on, on, on that, too. I, I got on the forums a couple days ago and started conversing oh, on that. Okay. And so. yeah. I can see that could make things yeah. very swashbuckler-like, couldn't it? Oh, yeah. And I, su- I suppose if we were going to play a fantasy game, it would be uh, somewhere along those lines. <laughs> Basically, the, 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 kind of training wheel, the kind of training wheels <laughs> I need. <laughs> I'm going into a dangerous situation. Yeah, the kind of uh, yeah, the kind of velvet gloved hand holding that uh, keeps me from. Uh, I want to be a dragonette. <laughs> you know, funny thing when I when I <laughs> mentioned <laughs> tunnels <laughs> and trolls on the the on the the forum, uh, I, I think it was it was Ketamano who, who who pointed out a game that I actually picked up at Gen Con. It's 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 a, a variant on tunnels and, and trolls called Monsters Monsters. Yeah, <laughs> where right. you where you play monsters. <gasps> so, cool. Yeah. What would so I we'll be? see which one of those. Yeah. A cyclops. I, got I me thinking about um, designing a D&D style game using fate. I bet I can do that. Oh, Nikki, I think you should stick with the dragon net. Then I can drag out the theme. <laughs> oh. Play it every once in a while. Yeah. Light little fires wherever I go and eat things. Yeah. I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, Get stuck in doors and windows. It'd be great. Didn't Stan, didn't Stan Stan Freeberg beat you to that one though? Yeah, Saint you know, Saint George. 
I'm just borrowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a product of advertising. I got a tune running through my head right now, and I can't get rid of it. Goobers and dragonets. <laughs> can't help it. It was the first thing that popped into my head. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no reason for it, and I apologize. No, no, there is none. It weirdly makes sense. <laughs> it I does. Properly chastised now. What chastised for what? For thinking such a horrible. Thing. <laughs> yes, wrong thinking is punishable. Right thinking will be as equally rewarded. Is also punishable because <laughs> right I'm thinking. capricious. <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> oh wow. That's not. I think somebody sideboarding the bike in the background, right? Uh oh. What? Someone Eric, say something. Something. That's yep. you. Yeah. Yeah. You got a good oh. ear for that, Mark. Well, it, yeah, sometimes you can, you can hear, hear it, it coming. Uh, yeah, you can sometimes hear it kind of like crackle with, when, when he's not even saying anything. So. Yeah, I've noticed that when I'm editing. Damn, damn it. French yeah. fries, a little broccoli, crackle, crackle, crackle. Well, thank you very, very much, Josh. And there's more forum input from Josh, of course, on the forums. Have I hinted heavily enough for folks to go visit the forums? I think I have. Uh, this means, uh, in, in order, I get to, I get to read XO4, or Christopher, Zofor. or Zofor. And this forum post from Zofor, re-episode 76. Well, I don't want to put any pressure on anybody, but I have to admit, I have set the monkey... I have set the Monkeys Took My Jetpack on RSS feed so that I will be notified when it goes live. This is from a little, uh, while ago, uh, needless to say. Because I'm, because I'm excited and anticipating, but not energetic enough to check every day. <laughs> and I don't yeah. want to try to predict, but I will give a hope. Honestly, I'm hoping for another Cartoon Action Hour soon. While I love all the gutter skypes and anticipate enjoying everything Monkeys Took My Jetpack puts out... Um, Cartoon Action Hour is special. It's un- it's a unique offshoot, and we know it has ended. So we can get a complete story. <laughs> and again... <laughs> so you, you assume got much, the, my young Padawan. She got that pry bars you can insert a couple extra hours in your day? <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, wow. I'm in the middle uh, of editing ep- session 10. When I finish it, mm. I'm not going to... I'm not going to put a date on because... As you just said, I've gotten it. Yeah. yeah. It, well, you know, it just means that uh, it's it, it'll keep its digital. It's not going to go bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we can get a complete story. And the highly and the game is highly cinematic in nature and fun to follow. Thank you. So I want to know where it goes and how it ends. And if per, I, I'm anticipating your reaction to uh, the part where. Um, Lion Court was playing with gravity and rainbows, and that just completely fried Blind Geeks. Oh, I could not. It was just weird. You, I could you not get so my head around it. I was. I was yeah. <laughs> so, and you can hear it because it was literally like, oh, wow. And he was, and Lion Court was having so much fun with it. It's just <laughs> a little bit cruel there. Yeah, but, this uh, is the problem yeah. with with having a one of your best friends as your GM, because not that not that this would not happen... <laughs> But it seems more prevalent because, yeah, not only was I frustrated with this environment he'd created, I could not get my head around how it worked. But he was enjoying the fact that I could not get my head around how it worked. <laughs> and 
That's the thing. When you got good buddies that are used to slamming each other against the wall, that's what they do. Yep. Exactly. Oh, I, I would have. I would have done the same thing in his place. I'm quick to point out, but it was just it was. Ah! So yeah, we need. I need to get those up somehow. Well, they'll be fun when they get here. Yeah. Uh, okay, and if perhaps there is a sequel. Uh, well, uh, not recorded yet. Uh, who knows? Who knows what shall unfold in the fullness of time as the years pass? Uh, that was me. That wasn't him. <laughs> this, this is him. On the other hand, I am loving the way the Fringeworthy, uh, the Fringeworthy is shaping up, so would be happy to hear more of that. Or, if they ever revoyage the Seven Skies, that would be awesome to hear. <laughs> that matched beautiful story, masterful game mastering, <laughs> and uh, fantastic unique characters who all found a way to shine in their uniqueness. More swashbucklers of the Seven Skies would be grand. On the other hand, it seems like nobody has been disappointed by Spirit of the Century. And, of course, we haven't heard much from Star Blazer Adventures. I can easily picture Nikki as the passively belligerent engine master. <laughs> <laughs> What's he trying to say? <laughs> I, that's, he's saying that he can easily picture you as the passively belligerent engine master. Enough said. Uh, I'll I don't get know. them running when I, I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm busy. That's right. Uh, and he continues, Ah, who am I kidding? All the stories have been fabulous and well-scripted. Adam Five is a great writer. I will be, yeah, That's right. They're all scripted, absolutely. <laughs> Everything you've heard Every thus far. single thing. Even the stuff I cut out was scripted. <laughs> I will be happy with whatever we get. But if you, but you did ask a specific question. I copied and pasted this, and I still can't remember what that question was, but I'll read this anyway. But you did ask a specific question, and while I hesitate to predict the future, I will give a two-part answer. First part, I think the next, or first, episode of Monkeys Took My Jetpack will be the spectacular extravaganza from around the 1st of November. It, it was, certainly, a spectacular extravaganza. The next gutter skypes I am less confident. I am hoping to get another cartoon action hour soon. But it also... But it's also a sweeps month, so perhaps we will get a fringe-worthy complication to beat the band, from which, uh, which would be fascinating and awesome. Or maybe they will surprise us with something we didn't even know was coming, which would also help with sweeps month. Or was that October? Is there such a thing as a podcasting sweeps month, or is he talking about television? I'm aware of. So oh, probably television. TV. <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe a it would be nice if people were on TV. Kind of cool, yeah. Hmm. Well, um, yeah, uh, it's... Uh, uh, this is great speculation, and I must reassure you that uh, similar speculation is done on this side of the microphone as well. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> if there is any such thing as a sweeps month for podcasts and that, it would probably be January, because that's when people who've just gotten their great new, new music players and such for Christmas and other such solstitial holidays will be looking for stuff to put on it. So that might mm. be the... Yeah. Mm. That's just my thought. Absolutely, on new we'll toys keep, need to be tried. We'll out. keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> so excellent. That uh, that is one of many posts from XO4, so four, Christopher, so four, uh, on the forums, and uh, I selected that one. And thank you, thank you very much for that input. Here, here. Um, looping around to. The beginning. Mr. K, could you do uh, this forum post from... from... From Gamecaster. He says, I agree with uh, Ketamono on what a wonderful episode this was. It was well worth the wait to listen to it. 
What was behind the cooler door? Another dinosaur creature? Could it have been a Tyrannosaurus Rex? More chainsaw for this dino stew. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ride would, that would be fun in this Tremelon theme park would be the bumper cars. Ah. Probably true. Okay. Because they would be like, um, be like maglev bumper cars and <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Neat. Also, I agree with the Computer King. I think you are... I'm just going to read this because I have no idea how this is actually going together. I don't, I don't, have, don't have the forums up in front of me, but I agree with Computer King, uh, parenthesis. I, th- I, th- I think you are Nikki because she would allow us to think that she is a guy just for the kicks of it. I would like to know the RSS feed for the, M- for the MTMJP. Monkeys took my jetpack. And I think you all settled that on the forums there, right? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was- As... I'm assuming this was dated a few weeks, like uh, about a month ago. Yeah, this is from a little while ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As for X04, I agree that another cartoon action hour game would be great. I think it, would be, it should be with the Knights of Shinseen, as we have put forth some great conspiracy ideas. Gamecaster. Uh, yeah, the, that, that thread uh, begins with uh, all manner of speculation on what's going to be coming next in cartoon action hour. Um, <laughs> Which is really kind of interesting to see. Uh, not just that, but uh, a couple of other uh, a couple of other game universes that are going. Uh, so <laughs> to get to, to get the full entertainment value from those conspiracy ideas, I highly recommend checking that out. And yeah, I suppose what he's what he's thinking here is that Nikki is actually the computer king and not Eric, not Blind Geek. <laughs> okay. So wrong. Uh, he is. Adam. <laughs> and I think Maglo bumper cars would be cool. It's just that, and, and the arena that they uh, bump around in would have to be about the size of four football fields, so that when you bumped, you really went sailing off into some direction. But yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of another questionable content comic where a pint size decides to put jet engines on a Roomba. My kind of That's awesome. We still have a Roomba. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. For we a can really get a jet fast engine. clean. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some wanted. cable ties. <laughs> cable tie it on there. That's like a, it's a, the variation on uh, human activity. The, the, the Darwin Awards, the guy that put the jet engine on the car or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's from 10 years ago or something. I, like. oh, wow, I've not heard yeah. about this. Put a jet uh, engine on a car? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there was a specific name for the engine. It was, uh... Jet Assisted Takeoff, Jado. A Jado, yeah. <laughs> on a, on a, a Firebird or something. Some kind of car, whatever. Ended up, uh, vaporizing himself into the side of a mountain. Ah, uh, well... That was very close to the beginning the of the Darwin Awards. That was what he was trying to do, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, I think maybe he was probably expecting to live through the experience but <laughs> the physics had other ideas wow ah. um why we have be... movies and why we have real life guys it's just unfortunate that's why we have mythbusters that's right mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's right they risk their lives so you don't have to um safely <laughs> and they never yes. ever say hey guys watch this <laughs> that that is true not not it's much <laughs> Yeah. If you say after that, having, it's all over. So. After having half a case of some kind of beer. Um, 
Andros, <laughs> have you got the have you got the uh, the image file of the uh, iTunes review? I do. Okay. Could you do the honors. Is this how many stars he gave us? It's. I think it was five stars. It's five stars. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thank this you. is a five-star review called A Question About This Podcast by Devil Hornet. <laughs> what a great name. Uh, yeah, yeah. Back, in, back in October. Why must it be so awesome? <laughs> Gutter Skypes is an exceptionally entertaining actual play podcast that plays a lot of games that might not be quite on the mainstream, which makes for a nice break from all the D&D casts out there. It is also rare to listen to such nice, friendly, and funny folks having awesome and occasionally medcap adventures. Hats off to you, Gutter Skites. Uh, P.S. Montab Comet in the gift shop almost made me choke on a cup of coffee while it worked from <laughs> laughter. Double kudos there. <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Thank you very much, Devil Hornet. And so sorry that uh, that was October 9th and we're only getting around to it now. Uh, that is entirely my fault. Um, but thank you. Thank you very much for the additional review. And uh, very glad. Why must you know, it be so awesome? We like it that way. We we got a review on uh, Monkeys Took My Jetpack. Did you? From iTunes. iTunes? Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And we read it uh, last week on our show. We've threatened to read it. A couple every days day. after it was posted, <laughs> just saying. Oh, you mean you you like you're current with your uh, listener feedback, that kind of thing? <laughs> well, you know, yeah. It, the, well, I, I'm being I'm just being annoying. I'm just I'm being the neener neener. Well, no, seriously. I mean, you know, I should take interest in this kind of thing. What's your podcast about? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I'm glad you asked. Oh, it's boy. It's more <laughs> actual play goodness. Um, Absolutely. Featuring, I'm terrible at these kind of. Nikki, you're the person that's good at this kind of thing. You tell him what the podcast is about. Yeah, Mark, PR. Can you reach over and just smack him again? Okay, Anna, we'll talk <laughs> now, it's it's it the more best. Wacky wonderfulness. How's that? It's just fun. It's fun. We play lots of stuff too. That's absolutely correct. And honestly, the best PR for that show is folks download and listen to just any episode. But don't listen to me. Listen to them. <laughs> That's the important part. You'll you'll be glad you did. Uh, monkeys took my jetpack. Link uh, a link on. Uh, well, MTM link on the Gutter Skies page. Yeah, and it's mtmjetpack.com. And uh, Montab Comet. I went back. I I listened to a couple of the shows uh, beginning of the summer. I think I was loading stuff up, and I listened to. Uh, I listen to the Star Blazer adventure, and, and I'm and I'm hearing myself, and I'm like, um, okay, you knew the definition of Mary Sue before you played this game. <laughs> I'm listening to myself. I got to a point where, first of all, I would never, I, I, I didn't shut up, and I even started playing other characters, <laughs> other players' characters. For them. it was like kind of like, and I'm listening to myself, and I got more and more embarrassed because I was like, you know, I was uh, uh, Montab Comet was Anum Five trying to star in his own novel, and it was. It was uh, I, I'll just say that I'm a little bit embarrassed by my by, by my um, behavior in that. 
Others have argued, and we've already been over this, and, and they've said, no, 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 everything's fine, and blah, blah, blah. But uh, that that just... I don't even know why I brought it up. I just... I turned red as soon as I heard Montop comment. <laughs> and I'll, I'll get over it. And so I am. The important part is... Uh, 13, 13 reviews on iTunes, and yeah. that means... Uh, uh, seven years Devil of bad Hornet. luck? Seven years of bad luck. <laughs> wow. But they're all five-star, so seven years of but good luck. But they're all five-star. Mm. Extra coal That's in your right. stocking. Mm. Yeah. Which is Sorry. good, because it's Sorry. cold out. It's well, even Double cold Hornet here. Raven to be 13. <laughs> it's freezing here. It's, it's, we're uh, waiting for some ice here. We're, we're waiting for this Would big you ice stop cold. rubbing it in? in. CNN sent somebody to cover the possible bad weather we're going to have. They sent them here. Look, it's winter. There might be bad weather. Ooh, let's talk about it lots. Well, <laughs> I love that about the news shows. We're getting our third freezing night in a row over here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Really? Cool. Yeah. I didn't know Florida knew what freezing weather was. <laughs> My father down in Cocoa Beach said that his little fountain in the front, uh, his front yard, had like ice on the right, rocks all around it from the splashing. Because <laughs> I was going to say, is it truly freezing or is it just 60? Which I know how you Floridians are. 60 is kind of the equivalent of freezing for you, is it not? <laughs> Wait a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Go check the thermometer. One <laughs> will be clear. <laughs> and isn't California cold weather like under 70, unless you're in San Francisco? Are you kidding? California okay. right now, they've been, uh, they've been having 80-degree uh, days in SoCal, where my family is. Oh, hmm. oh the okay. I want to smack them. 15th. 2010 at 8.23 p.m. It is 40 degrees in Gainesville, Florida. Wow. Oh. That's almost nippy. Well yeah. done. <laughs> okay, they say it's going to get down to 28 tonight. Excellent. Oh, now that's my kind of temperature. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. We got snow. This is probably the only time I could actually go to Florida and survive. Yeah. <laughs> now. I have to get on the plane right now. But so. you'd melt like Frosty the Snowman if it got too warm? Yeah, pretty much. We got mm. 27, we, we're at 27 degrees right here, and over the next two days we're expecting, if it comes down as ice, we're expecting three quarters of an inch. Cool. It's so, oh, wow. Wow. It's not so cool around it, here. People well, don't, don't know how to, how, how to drive trees. that stuff. Mm. It sucks for the trees and all the beasts. I really feel bad and, for the and, creatures. And, and the but power it's so lines. Well, power whatever. lines, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you put on another layer, you'll be fine. But <laughs> you know, the, the creatures, and I feel really bad about that, but it, an ice storm is such a gorgeous, i.e. treacherous thing when you try and walk out there. That's kind of... Yeah, but if but if you went out among them, you'd want an Uzi, and a Kevlar vest. <laughs> and have a heart trap. <laughs> wow. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, and law rockets, and and law rockets, <laughs> which I've been hoarding because we only have two. So. Well, that's all right. You know. Okay. It, it, it's. We'll treat it like Doom, where we can just roll over something and pick it up instantly. Ah. Uh, to well, you replenish know, our stock. Those, mm-hmm. those uh, comments ga- made me think of a question. Um, do you think we do, might do um, Cartoon Action Hour with Gutter Skype sometime? I see no reason not to. Excellent. Thank you, Blind Geek. <laughs> Let's start, Ricky. 
<laughs> yeah, I see no reason not to is the equivalent of, okay, I'll GM it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, no, I was thinking, you know, Anim. That was me being snarky. Mm. Uh, the Anim, Anim, Anim is going to uh, uh, say lots of words tonight. Some of them may even have something to do with Wushu, but we're not <laughs> sure yet. Yeah. Oh, God, we haven't even which, how many points do we get for our traits? I don't remember if we ever established that. Eight, I believe, isn't it? Eight? Eight. Yeah, I didn't and, know how uh, many you were giving me, so let me go ahead and distribute this. Yeah, that's, that's been my maximum. It's actually in the rules that stipulates uh, you can go between five and eight, depending on how, much, you know, how the GM is feeling. Yeah, well, the, the GM has got uh, uh, the wiki, uh, the Wushu wiki and alt tab here, and... Uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to fall very heavily on the expertise of the folks present because I think I'm I'm having the same problem that, uh, that very often probably crops up for lots of GMs of of this is how to set the threat level of uh, what's coming at folks. Um, not going to be of much help, I'm afraid, Adam, because yeah. I think I've struggled with my Wushu games every single damn time. Yeah. So triple digits. We'll just, triple digits. Triple digits. Yes. <laughs> Did we agree on on doing our what? Did we agree on on our uh, swashbuckle characters? Is that what we're doing? Apparently, uh, this yeah. evening, this evening whatever whatever character you want to play, it doesn't have to be the S7S characters. It can be uh, it it can be whichever character you want to play. It'll work. Um, but uh, um, if that's the way, if, yeah. For for now, however, we'll establish. I want to I want to establish uh, towards the top uh, a kind of a running order. So if folks have their D sixes handy, yeah. Nikki. What? Oh, you, don't start with me. This is this is this is <laughs> this is this is the easiest part. Oh God. That just doesn't roll. Well. Yes. If you if you got six of them, just roll them and add it up. Yeah, that I got. Oh, six, you say? Mm-hmm. All right. 20. Wow, okay. Mark Kinney, please roll six D6s. Only six, because I have about 30 of them over here. Show off. And if they don't all roll off my desk, all right. Well, 19. Nineteen. Blind Geek, please roll uh please roll sixty six. I, I did a math error. I have twenty four. Did oh. you? All right. Two 24. sixes and, and then the other four also equal twelve, so that's I'm sorry, yeah, math error twenty four, yeah, sorry. Okay, nope, no worries. Okay. Twenty eight, my friends. Twenty-eight. Whoa. And Andros. All right. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Okay. Going from highest to lowest, I'm just going to be, uh, when we get into situations where taking turns is going to matter, and that is at the beginning, um... I'm going to go from highest to lowest. So, uh, Blind Geek, your character is going to be... 
Or name of your character? Um, crap. Um, I get. Well, I was looking forward to Boomerang Jack, but it doesn't yeah, have to be you Boomerang know, Jack. I'm gonna do Boomerang Jack. I gotta actually find real quick his character sheet just so I can at least get some sort of. Uh, I see if any of his aspects will carry over. Um, and I can do that while we're. I know I should have done that while we were doing other things, but. What have I no, ever worries. no worries. No worries, mate. All right, I'm playing Boomerang Jack. Okay, next down from 28 is 24, and that would be Nikki. And Nikki, are you going to be Ravenna or Trixie or somebody else? I will not torture you by being Tony the Tiger. I will be Ravenna. Okay, Ravenna de Mysterier. Ravenna. And uh, 24, 28, 24, 23, Andros. Uh, are you going to play... Ah, this is for our Christmas show, right? <laughs> yeah, our Christmas. Ah, and possibly our New Year's show and as possibly well. Possibly our New Year's show as well. Uh, no, I'm not Trixie. No, um, <laughs> you can be Trixie. Too. Let's all beat Trixie. No. <laughs> Um. Okay, I'll 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 do pard. Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Pard. And Mr. K, are you going to be Captain Carlson? That was always my my uh, like plan for this one, because considering that my my other basically, I, I, I think if, if I'm if I'm correct. My PCs in this group consist of basically him and Stan Rocket, and I'd like to give Stan Rocket a bit of a rest for a a while. So, yeah, Captain Carlison. Okie doke. See, now I'm the one that's not playing. You know what? Screw it. I'm going to... I'll play, um... I'll play, um... What's his name? Kuruk. Everybody else is playing their S7S. Yeah. That's really good that you remember him so well and so fondly. <laughs> you know, okay. sing. I'll play. <laughs> I got his name. Him in the shirt. <laughs> the one in the shirt. <laughs> All right. Okay, so yeah, it was uh, it was eight points to distribute to, however many attributes you wanted to. If I'm remembering it correctly. Um, and it's uh, it, it can only go up as high as five, or is it six? Yep. It's five, five, right? Five. Five. On an attribute, and uh, everybody's got three chi. And yep. when you're gonna roll your roll your dice, it's uh, yang for yanking the other guy's chain, <coughs> and yin for you uh, you is not doing that to me. Everybody's got their uh, acronym devices for remembering things. <laughs> um, and uh, as soon as everybody believes that they're uh, ready, I'll um, take way longer than necessary to set the stage. So, can we still so, use terms like from S7F's like swashbuckling? Or... You would, sp you would speak the way you're... Or you can speak the way your characters would speak, but Drinking. I've got 
I gotta tell you, it'll be a fish out of water situation for folks that are used to a very specific set of rules in their universe. Because mm-hmm. if the rules are gonna, ch- the characters gonna be switched over into a different game system, then they're gonna be switched over into a different universe, and you'll see how that works. Um, uh, because of the completely arbitrary way I'm going to set it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what you don't understand or recognize, play it up as characters. What the hell? Um, there's the, while there's uh, almost all, uh, there, while there's almost nonstop action in Wushu, there's certainly room for characterization, oh, and I look forward to it. And uh, and I think you'll have opportunities to comment as as uh, swashbucklers from a certain age. Do we still get our sidekicks? (laughs) 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 Yes, mittens can come along for the adventure. I'll give mittens a point, shall I? (laughs) And that that also means that... uh, Oh, hell, what was Karuk's... What was Karuk's... uh, Ruck? Um, The Ruck rider... Ruck's name... was... Good. I'm glad you're having a hard time remembering because I can't either. Where the hell That's did he go? fine. I don't, I don't feel so bad. Makari. That's right. Mm. That's right. I should have thought of rum. <laughs> okay. All right, is, yeah. is everybody comfy with the, what they got written in front of them as far as what their uh, what their attributes are? And yep. Okay. You, uh, you are all, all of you are on board Moya's Revenge. <laughs> Yay! Wish I had the music for it. And, uh, having concluded several adventures, you're feeling, uh, you're feeling, um, very calm. Very, almost complacent. Not bored, just relaxed. And happy. Almost as if Things just couldn't be going any better. And yet there's a there's a feeling of energy. There's a, there's an underlying readiness beneath the calm, knowing that your greatest powers, your highest skills, your most glittering aspects <laughs> <laughs> will soon be put to the test and it'll be an exhilarating experience. You hear a voice. You hear laughter. It's clear skies. You're in a very calm part of the uh, of the of the dome. There's no one after you. There are no enemies in sight. Even the sailors hear it. Echoing, coming from everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Heroes. I need heroes. Ravenna, did you spike the wine again? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of course. What a silly question. (laughs) Did you hear something? That you mean? Uh, Yeah, that. Is is Brooke singing again? (laughs) No, I thought it was... uh, We... (laughs) I thought it was, uh, what the hell was his name? Johnny. 
I wasn't. But then kidding. I remember Johnny's not on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oops, the player just caught up with the character there, and uh, yeah, whoops, he's not on the ship. I thought he was, but I don't think I think he left him back somewhere. I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't actually going to do this, but I just thought of it, and I think I'll do it anyway. 20 yards in front of the ship. (laughs) (laughs) This looks very familiar. Yeah. It just came to me this instant. I love it. 20 yards in front of the ship. Exactly. All over again. As the ship slows to to a stop, it doesn't jerk suddenly into a dead stop. It just slows. You see a very, very large figure, a ghostly, nearly transparent figure of a strange fat man in a red suit with, with a white beard and cherry red cheeks and, and just the most, most jolly disposition. Standing out in, in mid-nothing, facing the ship. At its front. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You, you appear to be heroes. How's I wonder if I can ask you, ask for your help. Uh, who, us? I suppose he could ask. <laughs> I know many places, many times, and many dimensions and many worlds. If I know you... And I think I do. And he pulls out a long scroll with lot with thousands and thousands of millions of billions of billions and billions of names, <laughs> and and peers over the top of little glasses at little bifocals. I see Karuk, Ravenna, Pard, Captain Carlison. He didn't happen yes. to say romper, bumper, stomper. <laughs> <laughs> Before he started reading these names, did he? Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shutting up now. <laughs> I need your help. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Santa Claus. Odd name. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it would sound familiar to you. Where do you think he's from? I am from many different worlds, but I'm having trouble in a few in particular. And I need heroes to lend me aid to keep a dastardly, deadly, dangerous, awful, evil thing from happening in one of them while I deal with another. Captain, Hmm. you want me to turn the ship around? (laughs) I I could just drop these sails and, you know, Mm. if you... You mean those sails that are at, uh, that are fully distended now with the with the wind that we've got going, despite the fact that we're standing still? Oh, 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 oh. oh dear. Yeah, that. <laughs> those sails. Yeah. Perhaps not. I'm not here to force you to do anything. I certainly couldn't if I wanted to. This is purely asking for your help. You see... I had to go, uh, I'm going to be busy, and I can't deal with this situation. I have to go back in time and save Piazadora from her people on the planet Mars. <laughs> hmm. 
Thank you. Somebody got it. Uh, yeah. yeah. What? Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Yeah. yeah. I'll cut that out. <laughs> no. no, no. That's okay. <coughs> that was funny. I kind of figured it was something like that. Oh, wait, before you start again. No, mm -hmm. I have to scamper off. I'll be right back. Oh, okie doke. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm making this break. up as I go. We can refill our drinks and whatnot. That's not a bad idea, actually. And talk about oh, her and behind her, her back while she's gone. That's right. Dun, dun, There's dun, that. Dun, 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 actually, that refilling dun, dun, a drink is a wonderful dun, dun. idea. I shall return as soon as I... I hate how they changed Skype. I have to figure out where all the stupid buttons are now. Yeah, I, I was afraid I, I wouldn't be able to get it to work at all because it, as soon as I logged on, it was like, pfft, everything's different. All right. I'm muting. I'll be right back. Okie doke. I think I have approached burnout factor. Not burnout factor, but uh, I'm I'm having to find something. I, something's got to get cut in my editing schedule because it's just getting to the point. I ran I ran last Monday's game, and. It was supposed to be... It was the Christmas game. You know me. Christmas is my bailiwick. It's my thing. And I... Well... It's the linchpin okay. of the year. I don't know if they thought so, but from my watching it happen, I thought I sucked. And part of the reason was because... <laughs> you always think you suck. Eric, no, but you're no. the only man I know who corrects the punctuation in his own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> No, but the thing was, I was trying. I had, I had spent almost the entire week editing the, the uh, episode, and so it was like, oh, I've got a game tomorrow. I better figure out what I'm going to do. And I had just mm. the barest idea of a sto of a story, and so I tried running with it. And every time it was like, I just felt like, okay, this is, there's something missing here. It's not going. There should be more, and I can't think of anything. And it was just, ah, and I just. So, uh, but I bet it's ten times better than you think it is. Just throw some it, sleigh bells in there in the background. <laughs> I'm sure it'll it be may be. I, I mean, haven't. I haven't actually. I'm still editing our feedback portion, so it it may be better. I was just like, I, I was kind of sulking afterwards because I just thought, man, this could have been so much. But the nice thing is, since we left it in, uh, um, since we left it on a cliffhanger. I can mm -hmm. redeem it in my eyes with part two, when we, which will unfortunately be after Christmas. But what the hell? So, so I'm, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I'm thinking I'm gonna give myself four out of out of the seven days to edit, and whatever I get done, I get done. In terms of, I'm gonna focus first on just the like, normal editing of the game, and then. Oh, yeah. Whatever time left over is going to be for sound. Because what I'm doing right now is doing the sounds as I go, and I'm just I've I've not like I said I haven't been able to read a book, and I right now I'm not having a problem with that. But by about episode twelve, I'm thinking I might be like, oh, I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> tried to warn me. You tried to warn me. Hey, it stays. You know, it'll stay fun. I think I figured out what's going on with Skype with you. So far as a uh, uh, volume level. Yeah, when you get uh, when you give it a heavy spike, uh, as in a, a a shout or uh, any kind of a loud noise, 
it grabs that and automatically lowers your volume. It, it adjusts your volume. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Skype right. does that for you. It's done that. Uh, it's done that to us on a couple of different. Uh, um, by us, I mean myself and Andy Ed in her in her adventures with uh, getting podcasts recorded and stuff. It seems to be a consistent thing. Skype automatically tries to help you yeah, by uh, lo- yeah. Thank you, Skype. Are we? Are we all? Are we back on the ship? I'm back. Ooh, we got. Okay. Me too. And Pard. Okay. I'm here. Yes. Oh, you are there. Okay. Yes. Hey. I've been trying to remember what the uh, gift of the Merhorse is supposed to be doing. <laughs> Let's see. Where where were we? Oh yes. Ho ho ho. Gift of the I can. Oh. Predicts the future. Ah. Uh, no, it can. No, no, not predicts the future. It can see. Um, I can see what's actually there. Yeah. Things like that. You can. Yeah, I remember we were using it for you to find out about different, like, you could see the past. Maybe it is part of the future, too, because remember, there's the whole thing, if you use it too much, you start to kind of become mentally unstuck in time, wow. and it's hard to know what's come before. Yeah. Hmm. Enhanced intuition that allows you to accurately predict future events and intuit past events. Unless you muddy the waters too much, mm. something like that. Can't use it too much. I think I said it better myself. <laughs> Almost well, like you jolly, had the book right there. <laughs> jolly Mr. Fat Man, ghostly uh, presence in front of the ship, uh, doesn't realize didn't didn't realize that he's uh, copying somebody that uh, got you into all kinds of trouble before. Still uh, <laughs> floats there. He appears to be very very large. Uh, Ends and continues. I can offer you no payment but my thanks and the knowledge that you have done good for good people. I can also promise you that if you accept, if you accept and volunteer to help me, you will leap immediately into danger. Well, so what else is new? But no payment? The payment would be a feeling of warmth, satisfaction, and the knowledge that you have made another world beside your own a better place. Oh, please. I can do that with oh, no this is, this is, No, this is great for me. The, the, sha, the Shaku will be talking about this for, for months to come. Oh, minutes to come. Let's go. Do we really I'm need to I'm sure to they'll him? believe every word you say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is a villain, a very, very nasty, dire villain, who is, a, who is about to perpetrate something against some very good people. Probably a good and time for a merhorse check. Okay. I'm hoping you can <laughs> stop my political humor out of my. Stop. I'm keeping my political humor to myself. Hmm. <laughs> so let's see. I want to have a uh, try to use use the mystic site to look at this fellow, and get an idea if he's on the up and up. You see him as a supernatural being of uh, of uh, highly benevolent and positive energies. Oh, is he sitting in a vehicle? 
sitting in a nope, vehicle? Nope, he's just, nope, he's just floating in midair. He's not, he's hovering, yeah. <laughs> a shimmering disc a circle of air appears just above the deck. Um, roughly the shape and size of a door. Uh, there's a, a opalescent ring of light that shimmers around it. It seems flat, but it also seems like a kind of a gateway. Maybe ask where we where we would be going if we said yes. Into another dimension, another place, and another time. It is beyond the disc. Uh, the dome, sorry. <laughs> it is beyond the dome. Do we get a hint as to what this bad guy is about to do? He is going to try to injure many, many good people in a place that's meant to do good. And he's going to do it very soon. Ooh, I think I know where we might be going. <laughs> All right. Uh, Captain Carlson, it is my belief that this will bring us great spiritual rewards if we pursue this course. Really? Hmm. Whoopee. How's, are you feeling spiritual, Ravenna? <laughs> oh my! So spiritual <laughs> and fuzzy. It, de- it depends and on how badly she spiked the wine. For free. <laughs> Hooray! We're going, aren't we? Hmm. Well, it has been a little bit boring. Permission Don't forget your monkey. Captain. Spider monkey. Uh, what was it? <laughs> Don't we take the whole ship? We're not taking the whole ship. Squid monkey. Squid monkey, that was it. Yeah. Mittens is with me. Are we taking the ship? Your ship would avail you nothing in the place you're going. The guns would avail us. Can't we take the ship? Only you. I'm afraid not. I'm afraid not, Ravenna. He looks at his list again. Oh, you've been a very naughty girl indeed, haven't you? (laughs) Why, thank you. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Mittens, however, has many, many pluses on my list. Mittens will be getting... Uh, Mittens will be having a fine, fine time. If I have anything to do about it, Mittens has been very good. Hmm. The, port- the portal you see before you will take you into instant danger. I promise you, it will not be easy, but I do ask your help. Oh, 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 do we have oh, any oh. time to prepare? Hmm. You mean I you're not? Have, I only have two pistols, <laughs> one sword, and three daggers on me. I need a few more bits and better boots. These are not Here's my a, best traveling boots. Something sounds familiar here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There was some fantastical fiction that I was reading where they spoke of law rockets. Perhaps you would like some of those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you insist, Captain, I think I've got room in my bag right here. (laughs) Any time to grab a few more accoutrements? You know how a girl likes her bits and pieces. (laughs) Friend Ravana, let me make some room in your bag. I'll just take some of those... Cho- biscuits with the chocolate bits in. <laughs> you got more room. You still have those? <laughs> I baked a new batch just yesterday. 
Biscuits? <laughs> Chocolate biscuits? <laughs> that, that I can promise you. <laughs> when your adventure is over and your help has been rendered, Look for many, many biscuits with chocolate, with chocolate pieces in them. I see. That, that I can provide. Oh, well, that's different. Than, that's better there you than go. <laughs> well, that's different. Than, come along, everybody. <laughs> Why didn't you say so? Come on, Mittens. I'll pick up my best war club and stand with Karuk, ready. Because <laughs> okay. I leave the ship, I pull a... I pull one of the pins out of the pin rail and stuff that in my belt, too. <laughs> Something to whack somebody over the head with. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I knew that you'd help. I had every confidence that you were true heroes. I must be off to Mars now, in the past. <laughs> the portal will remain open for as long as it needs to for you to travel through it into instant danger and heroic deeds. And he fades and recedes off into the distance, touching his nose and winking and making all kinds of jolly fat man gestures that you think belong in a store window if you knew uh, what a Macy's display looked like, but you he don't. Has an awful lot of hot ticks, doesn't he? Huh. Do you think he said instant danger enough? <laughs> I was ignoring that part. Surely he's making it up. Only one way to find out. Come on, Bakari! <laughs> and I would like to, to uh, well, if anyone, feel free to cut me off if this goes against what anyone else has planned, but this is, he says, come on, Bakari, and Bakari swoops in, and he gets on the saddle, and he gives a touch to the reins, and oh, I say, where we go? Oh, oh, and they... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Uh, <laughs> that, man, that man was a mighty Khuldun, yes? <laughs> mighty something. Well, that works out fine, actually, because Karuk is at the top of the list. So, oh. yeah. Next next through the portal, if you want to go in order, next through the portal would be Ravenna, after that part, after that Captain Carlison. Unless you want to change uh, who steps through. It doesn't matter. Ravenna checks her belaying pin, her sword, her two daggers, and her uh, her bag with her small hip flask, and Mittens is on her shoulder, and she holds her nose and takes a running jump and vaults the rail and goes through. Ah! <laughs> okay. Camera point of view is still on board the ship. Well, Gentlemen, be, 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 be four rogues. Right. <laughs> Gentlemen, four rogues. Well, off she went. This looks like fun. I will take a jump as though jumping into a pond, <laughs> expecting a splash. Yeehaw. Portal remains shimmering in midair, thinner than a point, thinner than a flat. It's thin. <laughs> but it's got the shimmering ring around it. Uh, through the portal, use, there's this, this absolute blackness, but it does feel cold in its vicinity. Look it up and down. Shrug. Step through, flourishing and fl flourishing my, my hat at, on the other side. 
Uh, stepping through the portal, all of you feel the cold rush of uh, winter air, as if you were fall- free falling through the through the uh, sky, uh, sky of ice, sky of frost. Sorry, I'm mixing games. Here. <laughs> <laughs> but you get the definite impression that you are traveling at high speeds towards another place, another time, something totally, totally unfamiliar to most anything. That uh, that you've experienced before, Karuk. I hope I hope you know what you're doing. The wind stops very abruptly, and a new reality forms around you. And this happens to all of you. And I'll describe, because <laughs> foolish, foolish me, I've split the party already. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, Karuk, you, uh, you and Bakari. Are uh, are are have stopped traveling or have lost the sense of traveling. It's still very cold, but you appear to be in a maze of mirrors, a very very large maze of mirrors. Hmm. Ravenna. Hmm. You appear to be sitting in a giant teacup that's surrounded by other giant teacups and unfortunately <laughs> you are you are bound you are bound heavily by ropes what uh, and your feet and your your arms are uh, wrapped tightly with ropes uh, and you're in very high speed motion and the other teacups are in high speed motion as well am in i sitting up you're sitting up. Yeah. Yes, and and there are many strange lights around you. Many, many strange lights. Whee! Except Pard. for these ropes. <laughs> Pard, you uh, you appear you you have come to a stop also, and you are bound, feet and uh, and hands, uh, uh, sitting in what seems to be uh, a horse cart, but there's no horse. And there's no road, but there are strips of metal under it. And they seem to sweep down into the darkness, as if you're at the top of a bridge made of two metal rails. Mm. And there are lights everywhere, very bright and different color, multicolor lights around you. And this, uh, this cart that you're sitting in, begins rolling and as it uh, as it rolls down you you realize that the 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 bridge isn't really a bridge it's very twisty and turny and has highs and lows and using your perception you know that the 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 way that this card is going to go leads to a portion of um, this uh, this track this railing that isn't there. That's not completed. Ooh. Captain Carlison, for yes. a moment when you come to a stop, you get the impression that you haven't actually gone anywhere, but that it's turned night, and you are bound heavily against the front of, if not your ship, then at least a ship, sky ship, because it seems to 
it appears that way. You see a bowsprit above you and and uh, n nothing uh, supporting the ship, but it seems to be rocking. It seems to be rocking backwards and forwards, moving you forward and then swinging backwards and then swinging forward and then swinging backwards. Wider and wider arcs, as if it were a big boat on a pivoting arm, swinging back and forth. On the upswing, you see a sign lit up with uh, a strange light that doesn't seem to come from fire or plants or creatures or anything, just bright pinpoints of, of light all over the place. Everyone sees this, uh, the pinpoints of light. But you see a sign that reads Kopf Carnival, K-O-P-F, Carnival, spelled with a K, of carnage. Uh. And, and, as, you, and as, the, the, as you swing higher and higher up uh, on this ship that appears to be just swinging back and forth on a pivot, you see that as the arc gets uh, wider and longer, that it's going to run you strapped to the front of the ship into a steel spike waiting at the top of the ark. Well, that's not good. <laughs> so we've gone down the list here. We've got Kuruk, Ravenna, Pard, Captain Carlson, and at the bottom of my list it says baddies, and so I think that's where the villain comes in. <laughs> Welcome! Welcome, heroes that I knew the fat man would send. I don't know where you're from. I don't care where you're from. But I knew you were coming, so I well anticipated my moves. <coughs> Excuse me. My name is Kopf. Welcome to my carnival. You can call me Richard. I'm going to take care of you with... Yes, that's that's what it is. <laughs> I'm going to take care of you in methods that are familiar to me, no matter where you come from, and then I'm going to carry out my plans for the evening. You're just a side dish. Enjoy. <laughs> on the laugh. Man. Can't even come up with good insults right now. I'll have to think about this. So. Mm. <laughs> okay. So he had his turn, and now we're going to get into uh, uh, me actually not knowing the rules, but you guys getting things done. Kuruk, you and Bakari are in a very large house of mirrors. Yes. Did we hear the announcement that was just made? Everyone heard it. Uh, it sounded very tinny as if the guy was talking from an artificial metal thing that broadcasted his voice everywhere. Okay. So we didn't actually see him himself. You did not. Okay, Bakari, um, Kuruk says, there's some strange magic of... I don't know why we're yelling. <laughs> oh, because of, it was windy. It was the wind, and so... Yeah. There's some magic afoot here. Bakari? Yes, but at least we got plenty of friends with us. Look over there! All those rocks! And he turns and heads for one... <laughs> oh. 
that's the kind of thing I love. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. What about the one over the oh, Akari, they're mirrors, you fool! Ah. Uh. Now that we get into Wushu, um, it is it's uh, it the, the challenge essentially is uh, uh, the challenge isn't really uh, how, uh, the, whether you're going to get out. You know you're going to get out because you're going to narrate just how you escape. <laughs> Um, in turns. I'm sorry, but their point divvies up. Did you want to list that? I'm trusting you to track that for yourself because uh, you know how good I am. <laughs> Fair enough. Just double checking. <laughs> when you when you make use of an aspect, just you know, shout the number and go for the roll. And if you, I think, uh, what is it? If if the dice rolls at the number of your aspects uh, of your aspect or below, that's a success. Yes. Okay. And if you roll over it, that's a failure. Yes. Okay, um, so, yeah, uh, at this point, Karuk, if you'd like to simply describe how you get out of the House of Mirrors with Bakari. And then... uh, hmm. Okay, um, they, they wander around, they fly around bouncing, uh, <laughs> bouncing into, into uh, mirrors every, as they go, and, uh, and finally, after about the fifth one, and Bakari says something. Says, "I don't know how we're going to get out of here, Kuruk. This is not doing well for my brain pan." <laughs> and uh, and Bakari uh, and uh, Kuruk pulls out his sword, and he he says, "Well, this is ridiculous," and he just starts slamming the pommel of the sword into into the mirrors and causing this. Avalanche of of uh, of glass, just break. It. Whenever they encounter a mirror, he <laughs> and uh, and they're of course still flying. And so, uh, and he says, "Bakari, peck at it, get get." And so Bakari starts. Um, I don't know how big Ruck's beaks are, but we're just going to go with it because what the hell. Bakari starts pecking at his way through, you know, smashing mirrors of his own. And uh, eventually, as the glass starts to, to add up and the shards are piling on the, on the ground, they can start to see kind of where, not being distracted by the, by the mirrors as much, they can start to see where they need to go to, uh, to head out of the funhouse. Okay. Uh, roll six dice. This, uh, this... The yeah, roll six dice. <laughs> Which aspect would you like? Are you essentially applying to this? Ah, uh, that's a very good question. Let's see. Um, Ruck Rider. Okie doke. I'm assuming you got that at five. I do, yes. Cool. And I just gotta remember what I do with my dice. <laughs> Where'd they go? I put them where I'd know where they were, of course. I'm assuming that the uh, the end the end result of this is that you uh, end up you and Bakari end up on the exterior of the House of Mirrors. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, crap! This is not good. I've lost my dice. Um, move on, and I'll get back to you because I I gotta find these. They're 
are six of them okay. stuck somewhere. I don't know where they went. Hey, Ravenna, in the teacups, you see above that uh, there are there are utensils coming down. <laughs> for one for each teacup. You would assume that a utensil on, a, on an oversized teacup moving around in a circle would be a spoon. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, this one appears to be a carving knife. A carving knife! Oh, and they're good. rotating and moving slowly down over each teacup as they spin in a circle. And then they start to tilt all the whole plane of all, all the teacups. There's about six, six or seven others besides yours. Um, like it's all in one out. plane. Like it's gonna no, just oh. no. It's just tilting. So the knife and your teacup is spinning, and the <laughs> knives, the knives over each teacup, are moving down. There won't be anything to cut in any of the other teacups, but uh, <laughs> so long as you're where you are. Mm, and 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 I am tightly bound, hand and foot. You said. Yes, and you get to describe just how you escape. But not bound to the seat, just sitting on the seat, bound hand and foot? You are not bound to the seat or the teacup, just bound hand and foot. <laughs> Will it cost me a cheap point to say that my bag is on the, the ground of the cup at my feet and mittens comes crawling out of the bag? That will not cost you a cheap, a cheap point, no. <laughs> Hurrah! <laughs> And I encourage Mittens to jump up and help Mommy bite right here. Yes, bite on this. Not me, not me, not me. <laughs> bite, 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 bite. And, um, and I start working at my bonds with Mittens' help, trying to untie and bite through the rope. And if I get far enough, then I will wiggle up one of my daggers and slice my way free. And then we're going to have to, oh, man, then we're going to have to crochet the pieces to make an escape rope to tie to the handle to get out of the cup before the knives get here. Well, the, the That's cup a lot is... to do in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> the cup is, the rim of the cup is not over your head. It's simply at uh, just a little above waist height. How far am I from it, the ground? It's not a huge cup. It's, uh, it's, I'd say there'd be room to seat probably about four people around and it's on, it's on the ground. I've decided that it was in the air. That was foolish of me. The knives are in the air. The cup is yes. on the ground, but spinning very, very quickly. So if we jump out, we get smushed. Yeah, along with all the other cups that are spinning. Okay. And there's knives for each of all the other cups? Yep. So leaping from cup to cup is going to do me no good. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I'm so crazy. Yes. Uh, just to give you a more <laughs> accurate picture, the ground... Uh, when you spin towards it, as you get closer, is probably about six or seven feet below tops. Are there saucers with these cups? <laughs> yes, the cups are resting on saucers that uh, seem to have some kind of mechanisms hidden but loud, <laughs> making them spin around. And the whole thing appears to be a giant mechanism spinning around with all kinds of twinkly lights on it. It's the very source of which you. <laughs> it's very beautiful. The source of the lights you can't quite figure. Karuk, have you uh, have you uh, I, located all your dice? I I did. Did we have a what was our cap? Uh, the uh, cap is six. Okay. Uh, okay, I got four and two. Four. Yang and two. Yin. Not only did you escape from the house of mirrors, you uh you were not cut even in the slightest by any of the shattering mirror pieces. Neither was Bakari. 
and you find yourselves standing outside this strange structure that looks pretty flimsy from the outside, actually. It, it, almost, uh, it almost looks like it was put there as a temporary thing. And surrounding you, aside from very heavy cold and a little layer of snow on the ground, are lights everywhere. Red, green, white, sparkly. And you begin to hear a kind of a strange metallic tinny music. (laughs) And it's just a strange weird, ugly-sounding song that you thought maybe once upon a time was meant to be happy, but just doesn't sound that way right now. And uh, this, this adventure is very therapeutic for Random 5. <laughs> large, large structures that, that seem to be wind-up or mechanical, as best you can figure oh, no. out, are everywhere just in in a kind of a strange, repetitive, synchronous motion that you don't know what they're for, but they're very big. They've got lights all over them, and they move around but uh, in place, but uh, nothing nothing appears to be approaching you at the moment. Ravenna. What? Did you roll? No. Oh, no. How many? Four? I'm sorry. What, your, your, attempt, your attempt is going to be just literally to leap out of the cup and get the hell away from the knives, essentially. Well, well. Now that... Now and- that uh, well, if, if I get free, if Mittens can help gnaw me free and I can escape from the ropes, then mm-hmm. I'm going to hang on the saucer, and if I can't jump off the saucer, then I'm at least going to try and beat the snot out of the knife with my belaying pin and see if I can't dent it up and knock it off course while it's trying to stab into the cup. To the best of my understanding, the word can't almost never appears in Wushu. <laughs> I forgot. That's true. I'm, since I, I'm not jumping into the, the melee of cups, I'm going to hover on the the lip of the of the saucer and mm-hmm. deflect with my belaying pin. And then hit, 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 and then leap heroically to safety <laughs> to the ground. If I won't get mashed by all the other cups, of course I would leap heroically to safety after tossing my beloved mittens first so that he well, certainly escaped. I haven't given you an accurate picture of, uh, of what's going on here. Picture a dinner plate. Yeah. And a bunch oh, of cups and a large plate. Dinner. Oh no, no, I was not I was not envisioning that. So I just need to get clear of the surface that the cups are spinning on. Basically. Finite space. Yeah. So I just need to time it to get to the edge. Cup comes around near the edge of the thing that it spins around, and then we can heroically be thrown and jump. Yes, I'm going to do that. Excellent. Roll and get one get one success and you're you're there. Okay. I'm going to do four yang and two yin. Okie doke. Or do I need to do it the other way around? I need self-defense, right? That's the success. So I would go for yin in this particular case. So four yin, one yang. Do I consider it fighting? Uh, have you got... Uh, what are your aspects? I chose uh, fighting plus four. Mittens plus three, and unicorn plus one. Give unicorn gifts so that I can try and heal or kill. If that works. Okay. Um, but I wanted. Mittens. I think you got more points to distribute than that. You That's could. Eight. You could actually take fighting. Oh, you start at two. Does, doesn't every aspect? Uh, am I wrong in yeah. this? Doesn't every no, aspect? No. Every time we two? do wushu, she has to be reminded of this. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> so do I, actually. I was, I was wondering about that myself. <laughs> so they all start at two, and then you add more. That was my cranky yeah. Christopher Lloyd impression. No, it's... Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I got the, the, the Wushu page up, but I'm not seeing that, but I'm obviously not scrolling fast enough, so... All the traits start at two. Because, look at it this way, if there was a trait you wanted that you wanted to use that you don't have on your sheet, you're rolling, mm. you have to get a two or under to succeed. So, so all everything starts at two. Your base rate is two. So you're using your eight points to go farther above that. So fighting at five, mittens at five. Yeah, I think uh, I would go with mittens because he actually chewed through your ropes, and that uh, pretty much carries over to your escape. He, he, he enables the and then leap. Four for unicorn gift. Well, you, I think you only use one aspect. Right, no, but I was just divvying up the points then. Three, three, oh, okay. and, three, three and two. There you go. Cool. Um, sorry? Yep. Yep, okay. Mittens. Mittens rolling for five. Four yin, two yang. And yay, we got two, two yin that worked. So Excellent. Yeah. You find yourself, you and Mittens, and uh, you have your bag with you as well, standing on steady, firm ground, albeit a bit snow-covered, and you hear the same music that uh, Karuk heard, and you see the same kinds of strange lights surrounding you. Pard. Yes. <laughs> the uh, cart has started rolling down this long track that seems to go high and low and high and whip around just different corners and curves and... And uh, you know it's going to end at some point, and not well. You do yes. what? Let's see. Um, do I? How many dice do I? Uh, I use six dice. Why three and three? In this particular instance, attack or defense, I think, will work because you're going against an inanimate threat. Okay. And uh, depending on your description, which is your your descriptions are usually pretty uh, pretty cool and detailed, sure. I would say go with six dice. But what do you do? And, yeah, is is there a chance we do you have a threat level on? I'm just asking for the sake of the rules here, just so you because do you have a threat level on this or are they just trying to generate? Are we just I'm, trying to generate a success? Because if it's just I'll a be success, up front with you. I'll be up front with you. It's just a success. Oh, then you don't need to divide them at all. Just roll and yeah, roll. Okay. You just come up with one success. I was going to say, cool. I feel fairly threatened here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am um, going to utilize my skill as a sky sailor, which is, means I am very good with ropes and knots. Ah. And also the fact that I have my war club with me, which has sky shark teeth embedded in it. Excellent. <laughs> So I can uh, quickly try to saw through the rope as much as possible. And then as I am a sky sailor, using my uh, skill at balance to balance myself on this moving cart, um, looking for an opportunity to uh, leap to safety where I might be able to grab something. Okay. Cool. Would you like to end up on the structure itself or at ground level? Oh, um, let's see. Hmm. 
either way works. It's up to you. Either way works. Uh, I think I'm going to wind up on the structure itself. Okie doke. Okay. Okay, my Sky Sailor skill is five. And every single one of these dice is five or less. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even chilly. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. So, uh, yes. Ultimate yeah. success. So a nice little little acrobatic flourish as I as I swing on the um, the bar to reduce my uh, momentum before coming to a standstill. Almost done. as almost as punctuation to your acrobatic feet, the music begins to play. The same music that Karuk and Ravenna heard, although you'd probably prefer better tunes than what you're listening to now. A rather odd fanfare. A rather odd fanfare. <laughs> you kept doing that, don't you? Kevin. <laughs> okay. Captain Carlos and the, 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 is, is uh, strapped to a giant swinging ship that is pivoting back and forth and swinging in wider and wider arcs um, that uh, if uh, he remains where he is will impale him on a steel spike at the top of the arc and he's going to escape from that by doing what okay he's going to sweat a little bit at how close that spike is on that on that one upswing there as it's swinging back down he's coming to work his hands into his pockets to get a knife or something like that and then he stops i don't have to do this finds the knots being an ill Ill woozy pirate captain of course you know, he's a sky sailor as well that goes into that. So he can undo the knots because sailors are good at knots, right? Absolutely. One-handed even. Knots withstanding. <sighs> so I've heard. And keeping a hold of the rope as he's, um, as, as he's doing so, so that when he gets himself loose enough, he doesn't just fall off the front of the ship. <laughs> gets to the top of that other arc and heading back, Getting close, and just in time, as he's hitting the, the, the bottom of the arc, he rolls away from the, the front of the ship and holding onto the rope, is pulled back along the side and into the interior of it as it swings up and smacks into that spike, and the uh, spike ends up keeping it held there. I figure that's part of the overall superstructure of this thing that... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he's able to kind of lower himself down through these. I, I'm assuming that the in the interior of this is of seats that are kind of like back to back and then facing each other in that. Exactly as you picture it, indeed. Makes his way down down that, muttering to himself about how he will no longer trust strange apparitions who show up in in front of his ship. <laughs> 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 I think that's worth six dice, right? Oh, absolutely. Go for seven. <laughs> <laughs> and I, got, I rolled one six, but everything else is good. <laughs> excellent. With his five in Ilwusi Pirate Captain. Absolutely excellent. All right, yes, escaping danger uh, with a flourish and great skill. I'm sorry, did you say you ended up inside the ship or you were lowering yourself down to the ground? In... in Inside it, yeah, but it, and as, as he lowers himself, like, using the, the, the seat backs and that as sort of a, 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 a ladder to get to the, to the aft of this ship and then onto, I presume there is this platform at the bottom of, of, of this thing that he can use to... Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. 
Okay, and uh, yes, that gives you a moment, uh, a brief breather to look around and see that there are all these strange... Li- it's nighttime, by the way, if I didn't mention this. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, That's why I should it's have. so pretty. It is, it's very pretty uh, and does very mysterious and very strange. He does too, yes. And it he sounds He hears like? the strange. <laughs> um... <laughs> All four, one, two, three, four, uh, baddies aren't here yet, so we're going to go with an NPC. All four of you here. <laughs> help, help, we thought he was after the children. He wasn't. Help, you got to stop him. There's a voice coming from, well, what seems to be the core of this cluster of strange lights and mechanisms and giant things moving around with all these lights on them. Um, it uh, it appears to be a, a human figure, a regular human uh, man, near exhaustion, shivering with cold, wandering, uh, wandering and uh, slightly delirious, hollering for anyone that might help him. He himself seems dazed by the lights, and he is of this world. Uh, so, yes, you all hear it, and let's see, who sees it? I believe Ravenna mm. and Pard, even from where you are, can look down and get a good look and actually see this figure. Uh, Karuk and Captain Carlos, and you both hear where it's coming from. I have Griffin. You so do. I might see it as well, if I knew to look for it. Well, Which if there were things, if there were structures or or uh, or, or uh, lights uh, that are uh, essentially, if there are literal physical things in your in the way, you wouldn't see it, but you would definitely no. hear them. Okay, I didn't realize. Okay, sorry. Okay. So are we uh, near him, or we can just see him walking? I'm uh, you're you're within like uh, you're within like seventy five to to hundred feet of this guy. Okay. It'll be but very I simple. I can't to see everybody on. else. I can only see this guy wandering and yelling. Nope. So far as you know, uh, so far as you know, you're the only person there, aside from this voice, until you actually all discover each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing down and uh, another one. Head for this He's guy to help him. <laughs> Another what? Oh. Help. Help. And I'm going to Somebody. make my way over there, too. you got to stop him. He's going to smoke a little pack. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I got it. Yeah, believe it or not, they get lit, they get put in the ashtray, and then they get forgotten. So it's very expensive. They just burn I'm just yanking your chain because it's fun. Uh, okay. So I, shall I assume that everybody's converging to where this guy is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, he's uh, he seems to be moderately comfortably dressed for an indoor event. He doesn't have a coat on or anything. He's just... Uh, Delirious and wandering around and looking at the lights and, and hollering and he sees you. You. Which you? Can, can, can you help? All four of you. Oh, with mm. 
Oh, I was going to set a, a tower on fire so they could find me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't let that stop you. <laughs> you can set a tower on fire if you Everybody want. Everybody a jolly wave while they talk to the crazy man, and I look for something to burn. Seeing <laughs> the flames compete with the electric lights for attention. Um, but we can be you warm. Gotta, you got to stop him. Help. He, 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 sent the children, he sent the children away. We thought he was after the children. Uh, by him, do you mean... This cop, cop. That's it, cop. The bastard. We enjoy dealing with bastards in our world as well. Maybe you can stop him. So, uh, sorry. My name is. My name is. Is is is. One, two, three. Stephen. My name is Stephen. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I I I set aside I set aside tonight to go and to go and help out at the orphanage party. We thought this carnival was set up for the kids. But the orphanage right over there, he points at a very dark building off in the distance about 2 or 300 yards away. Uh the, the, we thought this carnival was set up for the kids for a, a Christmas thing. That fellow cop, he volunteered all of it. He had it all set up. And then he sent the children away. He wasn't after them. He was after all of us. For what? Why? Breaking up another piece of the candy cane shed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He, he, I guess he just wants to... I, I I guess he just wants uh, wants adults, do-gooders, people that volunteer, people that help, people that care. Well, what did he do with you all? She says, striking her flint and gently blowing on the little bits of tinder she's put on the pile. <laughs> <laughs> He's got them all locked inside. I managed to get away, but the rest of them are all trapped in there. I don't know what he's going to do. But he saw, he changed really fast. He sounded really nasty and evil and like he was going to do something bad. Hmm. In where? She says, handing up her flask to the shivering Stephen. The orphanage. <laughs> in the orphanage in the horrible dark building over there. <laughs> That's right. Fanning the flames that are starting to catch. <laughs> <laughs> She takes back her flask. <laughs> takes a big swig. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think he's going to try and blow up the building with everybody trapped inside. That doesn't sound good. Ravenna takes another c- swig and offers it up to the lads. So, <laughs> flask. <laughs> well, after he locked everybody in, I heard him scream that um, it would be a real blast. Is the orf? Uh, is the orphanage located in a dark tower off to the left? <laughs> no, it's actually it's a very utilitarian-looking five-story okay. square building. Okay. Um, is it on the gra- Like, is it on the carnival grounds, or is it farther away, a significant distance? It's, uh, I'd say, probably about two city blocks away from the oh. carnival grounds. Although there are no city blocks or buildings. Aside right, we're not from talking it. miles down. Road oh, no. or like standing on the top of the hill looking way far away or anything like that. Okay. Mm, gotcha. Okay. 
Let's go. Sounds like this save. individual has no sense of style whatsoever. I say as I finally get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say what? It, it, it sounds like this individual has no sense of style whatsoever. Have a blast, really. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know what kind of style he's got. He's cracked. He, he must be crazy. I mean. We thought he was after the kids. We ran in to protect the children and found out that he had already sent them off. Sent them he went, away. He sent them, he sent them to a police Christmas party in town on a bus. <laughs> he said he didn't want to see them anymore. He said he was evil. And he said that since he was evil, he was sworn to uphold and protect anything else that was evil. And he thinks, I guess he thinks children are evil. <laughs> He didn't want anything to do with them. He wanted he wanted the volunteers. He wanted the people that gave up their Christmas Eve to help the children have a good have a good time. This he wanted to wipe out good. What is this Christmas Eve of which you speak? <laughs> oh, one who is in dire need of extrication. Well, he, he uh, very quickly pulls out from his coat a copy of a Charlie Brown Christmas VHS tape and shoves it, <laughs> shoves it into him in his bag. No time to explain. Watch that later. I gotta get out of here. And he runs off screaming. <laughs> okay, what is then. that strange piece of rather flimsy-looking technology? No, but look no, at the really good right hard work. The music in the carnival changes. <laughs> oh, look at that sad little tree over there. It's, it's just got one tiny little branch weighted down in the snow. <laughs> okay. You Who notice has a piece something? Of cloth I can wrap around its base so it doesn't freeze. So. You, do, you do notice something familiar among the electric lights the great that have pumpkin. been done up. No, actually. Why do I have this urge uh, to uh, kick a football? Yeah. <laughs> really? And why do I have this urge to pull it away? <laughs> <laughs> Among the electric lights uh, that are adorning uh, almost every square foot of this uh, garish Kopf Carnival of Carnage, uh, you see some that seem to be shaped familiar. They look like something that you've seen in your own world, in your own dimension. Snowflakes. Uh, very bright, very uh, very sparkly, but they don't have six sides. They're they're all over the place on all the different structures and towers and and gizmos, everything that's set up to form the carnival, including the uh, the roller coaster that Pard just escaped from and the facades that are in front of all the different attractions. It appears this but they don't have six season is in uh, winter season, whatever the hell they call it on sky, in the mm. seven skies. Indeed so. A frost sky. Mm. What you the hell? You notice that they don't, have, they don't have six uh, sides, they have eight. And they begin slowly lowering toward the ground. Oh, that's not good. Are they flat? Oops, where'd you go? Uh-oh. And I'm... I muted myself. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just checked to see if I'd vanished. 
<laughs> so all I got to do is move my arm if this thing is in the wrong place, which I did. Yeah. And so there. Wouldn't be are. on a gutter Skypes podcast if somebody didn't use the cells. <laughs> so, if Adam um, disappears, do I cease to exist? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> that's a par- that's a hard question. That's, that's very a <laughs> Uh, they they appeared flat from what you could see, but when they get lower to the ground, you see that uh, the the sides of the snowflake are moving, and forming legs oh, on all of that's them. So not good. And they have protuberances. The strange, evil, metallic voice of Richard. Richard Kopf. Or the fop, as I like to think of him. Comes out of nowhere. <laughs> so. Like all villains, I underestimated you. Well, let's see how well you deal with my snowbots. Snowbots. And the 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 a myriad, a large number of of uh, spider-shaped robots lit up like uh, that appeared to be snowflakes but were actually spider robots um, are descending to the ground from all parts of the carnival and are starting towards you. Are they in a large group just now or are they streaming individuals? They are uh, streaming individuals. How big are they individually? Individually uh, one of them would be about the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Oh crap! Maybe, maybe with a wider uh, footprint because of how far their legs come out. But they don't appear to be cuddly. Hmm. And they're not flying; they're just descending to the ground. Yes, they appear to be robotic versions of spiders. Okay. <laughs> and they're uh, they're advancing on you. Okay. Um, I'm Bakari. Or, well, are we doing this in turn, or... Sure. Okay. Um, then my next question is, since Captain Carl Carlos, Carlison went last, do we continue from there, or... Or do we... Oh, you want well, to do that round robin thing? Since I go last anyway. Oh, that's right, duh. I keep... Sorry for us... <laughs> You know what? You know what just happened there? My brain was stuck in we have seven or eight players mode. I swear to God. And I thought there's got to be more people to go before back around to the beginning. Wow. I, wow. It's okay. I, I'll talk enough to make it seem that way. That was really weird. All right. Okay. So, right. Kuruk and Bakari, how do they deal with uh, however uh, many spiders you want to deal with? Okay, Karuk and Bakari swoop down and start um, and start grabbing. Well, using his Griffin strength, and Bakari just using his his strength, they start grabbing. They grab a couple of them by the by the legs and slam them into each other, casting them aside. Um, Let's see. I'm not sure how much liberty to take with this because I don't want to. I don't know what you've got planned for them. Um, I'll heck with it. I'll do it, and you can veto my ass if you want to. 
Um, yeah, they're lit up uh, robots. Do whatever you want what, to. One of them, uh, one of them has a a, sl- a sliding compartment slide aside in its underbelly, and hmm. a a barrel, a gun barrel. Protrudes. Oh no! <laughs> cool. Oh, no. And starts ah. and fires a shot. The shot pierce. The shot slams into Bakari's wing, and he. He screams ah! and starts to spin and swoop out of control. Uh, and he says, "Oh, save yourself, sir!" And and uh, so Karuk, after making sure that there's a clear place for, well, no, no time for making sure of anything. <laughs> Karuk unclasps his his saddle jumps off lands on uh one of the spiders and uh they they begin uh brawling while the spider is is uh attacking him with its with its with its uh legs clawed legs and he is trying to uh Using his grip and strength, he's smashing the hell out of it. And also Ooh. trying to keep other spiders from getting to where Bakari is now laying, bleeding, on the ground. Damn. That is where I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm sorry you only get six dice. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty busy you are. <laughs> well, you do get. You, there is a rule about having fun with failure. I suppose if I wanted to, I, could, I think that goes above and beyond the die cap. But you sure. I, okay, so that would be seven. I'm just one of those sadistic bastards who sometimes enjoys <laughs> coming up from the jaws of defeat. Okay, seven. Um, oh, we're not. Are you going to do? Are we all rolling at the same time, or do you want? Um, you want me to roll? I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, admit failure here in that I'm not quite sure. Well, typically what happens is everybody does Where I can go with this. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the description of what, you, what essentially you've done is, uh, is the, yeah, the spider... Um, the the sparks fly off the spider you landed on, and its lights start to dim, and it's uh, it's lowering even as it's uh, ineffectually trying to claw at you with its legs. It's lowering to the ground and losing power, and uh, uh, any pieces of it that you throw at the other spiders distract them enough that they don't go after Bakari but uh, move towards you. That would be your success. And any successes that I got would mean that. Uh, that uh, at least a bit of its attack towards you did some kind of damage, correct? Uh, that's one way of interpret. Yeah. Okay. I uh, I will go with uh, one, two, three. I'm, I'm just gonna go with. All it's doing is clawing at you. Now <laughs> uh, this is the other thing. This is not a villain. This is not a major villain. This is a mook. Right. I figured. And, so, and I'm not recalling the page that I read about how they attack. Uh, mooks don't roll dice or anything. They just they have a threat level that you 
that mm. we have to whittle down. Um, and what they oh. do is, if if you don't get any yin successes, then uh, one chi gets taken from you. Or it can be more than one if you want to make the mooks super power. Like there's an example in the book where somebody is using super soldiers as the mook, and they, she decides to up the ante by making them take two chi away if there's no... Basically, if you get mm. no yin successes, it's like there's a lucky shot that they get in or something like that. You know. Um, oh, okay. No, these aren't. Uh, these aren't super. They're just. There's just a lot of them. Okay. Okay. So in this case, you rolled. Uh, I'm sorry. You rolled what? Uh, I rolled four and th- I rolled four attack and three defense. I rolled against my griffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I think all things considered, that was what I probably used the most in that exchange. Um, and I'm calculating successes now. One. Three attack and... <laughs> okay. Whew. Three attack and one defense. Okay. <laughs> okay. It all it, it did it just transpired just as you said, Ravenna. Mm. Oh, Ravenna's got plans. And <laughs> I love the fact that these things have built-in guns and claw feet. Yeah, that. Oh, that that was not happy to me. But okay. So. Yeah, like I said, I, I I didn't know if I was taking too much liberty, but I thought, ah, this is Wushu. He can veto me. So. So, so Ravenna. <laughs> Ravenna. Um, takes a look at these things that are, are, are getting ever closer and um, she, uh, she rips a piece of the bottom of her shirt tail, stuffs it into her flask, uses the flaming marshmallow that she was toasting in the wreckage from the candy cane shed. She found <laughs> a bag and she lights it and throws it at the nearest spider that has started to sneak up on the Catman Pard. And while it is aflame and, and careening around, she uh, runs at the next nearest one and scrambles up the leg. Can I change a professional swashbuckler? Anyway, it's still fighting skills and gets on the back and finds the control panel that is on the back behind the myriad eyes and pounds it open with the belaying pin that she had in her belt and grabs the wires and starts yanking on them until it starts careening around and chasing after other spiders. Mm. Cool. <clears throat> With mittens clinging to her shoulder, screeching. <laughs> oh. Boy, that's Maybe what a visual. Another yeah. marshmallow. <laughs> I'd love an oil painting of that particular scene. Um, okay, excellent. How many, <laughs> how many uh, attack? How many defense? Or rather, how many yang and how many yin? Uh, um, I think, I think I need. Four attack since I'm using I'm using fighting I'll do four attack and two defense but it doesn't work if I use a d20 right you won't let me use that. Hmm. Okay, so. <laughs> since you want to low you want to roll low. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I want to be under five, right? Mm-hmm. At or at or under five. At or under five, and I need at least one yin. Four and three quarters doesn't count. <laughs> well, luckily for me, <laughs> I got one yin, at, well, five, I got two yin, so I got two defense, and I got three of the attack, three out of the four attack. 
Excellent. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm you took to that one out. I'm going to my spider robot. <laughs> and uh, okay, and 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 it attacked uh, in its in its mad frenzy of not being under full control of itself. Uh, attacked and took out two others. Oh, cool! Because <laughs> it didn't dumb. know any better. Because it's just a a, a a a thing. And you hear the tinny voice screaming from everywhere. Destroy them! Destroy them, my beautiful arachnoids! Snowbots attack! <laughs> Somebody <laughs> shut them up! <laughs> Hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that um, we can identify where the speakers are that this guy is talking to us from as being on top of a large pole that's kind of in the middle here where, near where we're standing. Mm-hmm. And it's being held in place by uh, three guidelines. Hmm. So what I'm going to do quickly is uh, this is a substantial pole like a ship's mast i'm going oddly to oddly enough oddly enough yes <laughs> i'm going to <laughs> little quick release on the on the guy lines on two of the guy lines and push the pole with all my might using my talents as a sky sailor uh toward a uh area where the spider snowbot Things are massing. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Okay. So I'm going to do. Um, and it smashes. Same. <laughs> yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Coming down, crashing among them, wreaking great havoc. <laughs> um, great fiery havoc. Yes. Good shot. Don't you love? Uh, don't you love that freedom, Andros? You don't have to worry uh, about whether or not. It's going to happen. It just sort of... Well, just find out how well it happens. Okay. Mm. Okay. um, I rolled a defense dice, which was below five. And for my other dice, I have three successes. Excellent. What you you said, Mm -hmm. that was it. Yeah. Uh, You also (laughs) mercifully stopped that music. (laughs) <laughs> no, I actually was growing to like that. So. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain Carlson. All right. First thing he does, he sings a rushing to him as he reaches into his coat, pulls out the uh, flintlocks, puts a couple of shots into the one in the front running into him there. And of course, he realizes that yeah, he can't really reload before the other ones get coming in, so... <laughs> Out comes the, the, the rapier, and he begins to poke and kick. At one point, he even whips his hat off, lets a few of them rip onto that, before he flips them back over onto, the, onto their backs as he's fighting against the rest of them. <laughs> I'm hoping that fencing is the predominant thing there, because I actually have a rating of four in that. Uh, as to be it, three is, it the, is now <laughs> the, the three, as, as supposed to be three for the firearms so and how many dice uh, for what you're I, trying to do six sure I think I, I think I got to six there okay yeah absolutely four attack and two defense I'm good on the defense with two and I've got three successes on the attack Excellent. 
You people are ruining my Christmas! <laughs> hmm. Good. Well, yo-ho-ho. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> and you owe me a bottle of rum! <laughs> that was a full flask, you know, you... <laughs> forget these... Forget these insignificant whelps! Snowbots, activate the bombs! Shit. The, uh, yes, the uh, snowbots are now advancing rather quickly. And by quickly, I mean probably at the pace of uh, normal, healthy adult running mm. toward the large five-story darkened building that seems to have red lights blinking around its perimeter and somehow need, uh, somehow need uh, physical activation. Apparently, these snowbots are expendable enough that they can go and push the button, uh, and um, Richard Cop doesn't care what happens to them afterwards so long as the building gets blown up. <laughs> so, their attacks on you have ceased, but they are now going to try and um, blow up a building that presumably has uh, quite a few good people in it locked in. Kurok. I uh, glance at Bakari, or Kurok glances at Bakari, who is, who is still lying there, conscious, and uh, he says, I'll come back for you, my friend. And he, he uh, rushes off toward the, uh, the building where the, the people are being held. And... You said the snowbots are are converging on the building, or they are just uh they are uh, starting uh, pretty much from the area where you all are in the carnival, and they start moving very quickly en masse toward the building, whichever ones get there first are presumably going to flip whatever switch or press whatever button okay it's going to detonate an explosive okay, so but essentially uh, it's a race okay Karuk goes and and runs <clears throat> using his griffin gift. This is kind of cool, because I don't think I could get away with this in the actual S7S game. <laughs> Using his grip and gift, he runs at the, uh, and, and leaps uh, on top of the, uh, one of, of the, the foremost snowbot. Oh, and, what an awful and, time to go cyborg. Oh! Hang on. <laughs> okay. He leaps on top of the foremost snowbot. And then starts basically running across the top of that one and leaping on to the next one and leaping on to the next one, trying to get to the to the the leader of the snowbots as quickly as possible. Um, and then um, once he gets to the, to the leader, how close does he appear to be to the uh, to the building? Uh, he's probably only about uh, 20 or 30 feet outside the carnival. Still uh, still a good distance to the building. Okay. Um, okay. Then... I have nowhere to go from there, so I'm just going to leave it with him standing on top of the, of the last... Uh, well, no, he leaps off of the last snowbot and starts running as fast as he can toward the building. Cool. 
All right, Snowbots are going to try and uh, uh, shoot at you with their built-in guns and scrape at you with their uh, claws to defend themselves and continue with their mission. Okay. We need a snowball fight. <laughs> Think of how many snowballs they could throw with eight legs. <laughs> So Ravenna, when it's your turn, if you want one of them to have a snowball cannon, all you got to do is say it's got a snowball cannon. <laughs> two attack and two defense. Or two yin and two yang. That's it. Uh, oh, okay. I thought that's what you meant. That's what you were going to roll. Those were your successes. Yes. I, okay. I, yeah. Yes, you have leaped uh, along them. They they swipe at you with their claws. They try and uh, shoot at you. They miss. A couple of them hit each other <coughs> because they caught themselves in their own crossfire. But uh, there's still quite a few advancing. But you are far ahead of the pack, moving towards the building. Ravenna. Yes. Oh, I'm so torn because I really I finally got the hang of of riding my my spider bot, but. Poor Bakari is lying there bleeding on the snow, so I'm afraid that we have to race over to him on the spider bot, and Mittens holds the wires just so, so the spider bot doesn't run away or try and eat me, and I'm going to use my unicorn gift to try and heal Bakari before continuing oh, cool. on. Aww. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut in here. When he sees the spider bot, or the snow bot, coming at him, he's like, raises his head, No, you... No! And he starts trying to peck at it, and... <laughs> just hold silly, you stupid sparrow. Just stop it. Hold still. Sparrow. <laughs> so, so I want, I want, um, and after that, I, I want to ride my spider bot like a racehorse. But I, I have to heal up Bakari first. So, okay. So, is that just two? Dying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, in this particular case. Mm. Uh, I would say that it that it happens because you're not under attack from anything. Oh, you're essentially you're just doing a simple action. So why don't no, we call that the first down, thing you do? Use my unicorn gift. Give him a heal, ba heal Bakari, and, and then, then decide what you want to do up. to deal with these spider bots. Absolutely. Fall back, <laughs> fall back up. Grab the wires. Yell yeehaw, and we start running faster than the other ones because now we're running like like it's a racehorse. I am riding this thing like it is Secretariat. <laughs> and the gun is out and we're blasting everything in front of us. Uh, so. A lit up white <laughs> a lit up white spider robot. With glowing red eyes who I'm growing field. very fond of. <laughs> it's the best little spider bot ever. Hang on, Mittens. Um, <laughs> name it Pinky. <laughs> So uh are you going to okay so you're riding towards the other the 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 swarm essentially moving the swarm towards the building. the building trying to get rid of as many as possible before they get to the building. We are, we are we are using okay. the gun to to blow up the brethren of spider bots while okay. we are racing along. All right, they're going to defend themselves so go ahead uh So uh, I I better use 4 to attack and 2 to defend. Sure. Um, whoops, whoops, stop, stop. Well, I got three on my attack, and and I got two defense. Cool. 
they miss you too. They take out a good portion of the rest of them with their gunfire. Um, apparently, Richard Kopp didn't uh, didn't spend a lot of time on their targeting <laughs> systems, <laughs> making them, you know, so-called friendly fire a real issue. And he'll probably correct that in the future. If so excellent. The swarm moving towards the building is considerably thinned down, but it's not gone yet. Pard, what would you like to do? Oh gosh, what wouldn't I like to do? Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like total omnipotence. <laughs> well, we're working on that. Yeah. Okay, so I, I smashed a good few of them, but the rest of them are rushing. So it's important to see where they are rushing to and try to head them off. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm, tr- I'm trying to not to go too far outside of what this character would know. <laughs> oh, go on. Uh, <laughs> well, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. This is, this will work out fine. Um, <laughs> there are some trucks parked nearby which were used to um, transport the carnival uh, equipment. There have um, to be. Large flatbed trucks. And uh, just so happened that um, uh, kind of aligned in the right direction to kind of head off the spider bots from where they're going is a large tanker truck. Mm. Okay, I, of course, do not know what a tanker truck is. <laughs> I just know that this is a large wheeled vehicle that perhaps... I can get rolling in the direction to head off the spider bots. Hmm. Okay. So, I'm going to... Hmm. Hop in the cab, fiddle with it, until I happen to um, pull off the parking brake and get it to start rolling downhill toward... Um, to, to a spot between where the spider bots are rolling and their destination. I'm going to, I'm I'm going to veto, and I don't I don't know that the word veto actually fits here. I think maybe enhance is more like it. The okay. truck was already running because it was acting as a generator for some of the lights and rides. Oh. So it was all the engine was already running. It just had some wheel chocks and the and the uh, no, it just had the parking brake on and it wasn't in drive. And what you when you start fiddling with it, you didn't have to get it started. Okay, it I just, just jerked forward. <laughs> Oh, okay, forward. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, and think of all the fun you can have working the pedals. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, once it starts moving, I'm going to jump out, which is, of course, very fortuitous as it smashes into a um, um, retention gully that uh, the spider bots have to cross before... <laughs> they're, they're heading for the building, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Being, and being a tanker truck, it is full of fuel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't Excellent. know. It, this isn't my normal thing. It's usually Ravenna who is causing huge <laughs> fire explosions. But I'll just go ahead and go with this. Perchance, are you carrying a flaming marshmallow that you took? <laughs> the remains of the burning candy cane shed? Uh, versatility, versatility is fine. Versatility is fine. I guess I, I could leave it on the seat as I jump out. <laughs> I've left my flaming marshmallow behind. How sad. It's just gotten <laughs> that perfect crispy coating, too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
Um, six dice again? I would say yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, my de- I, one defense dice is uh, a one. And, okay, I kept you uh, from getting parboiled by the explosion. Very nice. And I have four successes. <laughs> four successes. <laughs> Okay, yeah, these uh, these uh, snowbots don't do well with fire, and uh, you have taken out um, an even more considerable portion of them. So there are uh, there are very few left. As a matter of fact, there are so few left, being that it's ten after ten, <laughs> that Captain Carlson is now. It's now incumbent upon Captain Carlson to take the rest of them out. Um, no pressure, but no pressure, but. <laughs> You do hear uh, you 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 do hear a voice uh, uh, thundering from the skies. Ho ho ho! And you see a sled being drawn by four-legged animals, moving uh, from high up in the sky in the direction of uh, your general vicinity. But it's uh, a long ways off, and it's going to be a while to get there. So Captain Carlson does. Okay running in pursuit of these spider things as he's quickly trying to reload his pistols. He runs into the back of the crowd of them, kicking along the way, messing with his pistols there with powder and putting the ball in there and trying to tamp it all down, and that his his rapier held under his arm. (laughs) Every once in a while he stops and whips at one of these things with with the rapier, kicks at other ones, trying to catch up and take out as many of them as he can along the way. He's not quite sure what Pard is doing with that vehicle, but well, if, if he can direct them towards that, then that's even better. So he's basically kicking them into that setup as much as, as he can, too. Has that, have I gotten to six dice yet? Are you hurting uh, them? Was, Are you hurting hell. the spider bot? I guess I am. <laughs> like like a border collie. <laughs> the real trick is, the real trick is, honestly, in 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 real in real world parlance here, running and reloading a flintlock at the While same time. The sword. <laughs> one hell of a trick on its own. That's <laughs> so there's some heroic stuff going on here. I can't imagine trying to do that. Okay, absolutely, you've gotten to six, sure. All right, let's see here. I'll go with, uh, you know what, I'll go with five attack and one defense. <laughs> Check him out. Can you use your pirate foo on them while you're running and kicking? <laughs> Probably not. The pirate captain foo. <laughs> pirate foo. Well, given what everybody else has done, I'm tempted to perform a bit of a retcon on my where I left off. No, not allowed. All right, I did get one success on my defense, so I'm good. Yay! I just got a, a, I just got the success on my defense, so that's good. And I've got four attack successes. Excellent. Excellent. All right. The uh the remainder of the snowbots um those that haven't been herded into the fire have tripped up on their own legs sufficiently that they smash themselves in a spectacular fall. And those that try to get up, no doubt, have been uh, have had their little electronic brains shot out by Captain Carlson. The uh, sleigh 
that was off in the distance has come very quickly alongside the orphanage and very near Karuk, and you see the in-person actual uh, body, person, of Santa Claus, the apparition that you saw, only he's normal-sized and real and solid, and he shouts out to Karuk, who at present is closest to the orphanage, uh, come, hero, I need your help, and the rest of you, when you get here, hurry, hurry. And he starts loading uh, what appear to be explosive devices with l- blinking red lights on them into his sleigh. Help, help. Okay. Cool. Um, Isn't it enough that we've blocked cough for you? All well and good, but I don't know when. <laughs> All well and good, but these are... These are uh, <laughs> These are explosives. So blow them these up? Are, these are bombs, and there are people in there, good people, the ones I wanted to save. I'm sorry I'm so late. I knew I'd never get here in time, and that's why you were here. Can you help me? Tell them to oh, lie on oh, the floor, oh, and oh, we'll oh, blow oh. them up. <laughs> explosives, only just throw them into the, the fire back over here. Yeah. I don't know how powerful they are. I want to take them far, far away from here. That's sensible enough. I hand it to him. <laughs> he starts uh, loading, uh, loading them into his sleigh as they run. Uh, as the deer pull the sleigh around the building as quickly as he can, he gathers up as many as he can. Anything, uh, anything that uh, has a blinking light, <laughs> and with the help of Ravenna Pard and Captain Carlson and Karuk, um, he's uh, he's almost got uh, he's almost got room for enough. But there's two remaining that he he can't fit into the sleigh and he looks to Karuk and Bakari would you be brave enough to follow me with these final two and Bakari is healed up at this point yes or Venna healed him that's right. I just, well, I hadn't specified that he had... I was waiting for the right moment you to have him... You owe me. I, I, was, <laughs> I was waiting for the right moment to have him come swooping down to... in dramatic fashion. So, this is about the time. I would say. He, he looks at Karuk, and is about to... So, I'm revising slightly what you said. He looks at Karuk, and is, is asking, would you help me? And at that point, Bakari, majestically and dramatically, swoops down... <laughs> Come on, Karuk! And and the sleigh takes off. See his friend, yes. And they are following the sleigh. And they are getting higher and higher, almost to the point where it's impossible to breathe over uh, an area that uh, has absolutely no people. And he starts tossing the explosives out of the sleigh as quickly as he can and screams out, Ho, 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 ho! Scotty, now would be a good time. <laughs> so if you guys are, if uh, Bakari and Karuk are holding on to the last two bombs that he couldn't fit, now yep. would be a good time to drop them. And there's a spectacular, spectacular display of explosions in midair, um, silhouetting uh, the four-legged creatures and the sleigh and the strange guy in the red suit and Bakari and Karuk. And uh, it begins to snow. Because of the uh, because of the interu- uh, the disruption of the atmosphere and the vibrations it sets up. Oh, Ravenna, so beautiful. Yes, Captain. I believe we missed out on some fun up there. 
I think you're <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Captain, can I bring Leggy back with us on the boat? Who? Let's folds up flat. Won't take up any room. What Leggy. are you talking about? <laughs> I'm still riding my my robot spider, and we've become friends. And I want to bring him back with us. <laughs> Oh, there it is, an opportunity for Ravenna <laughs> to get another pet. I love it. At least think about it, okay, Captain? What do we feed it? <laughs> uh, I'll figure that out. Olive oil, I think. I don't know. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Or <laughs> do you know anything about this thing? No, but I'll keep an eye on it, and I'll have my big stick close at hand. <laughs> You all want to ride? Uh, just go. climb on up. He's great. <laughs> Very smooth. <laughs> I'll take note of where its uh, vulnerable spots are, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Mr. Cop? Cop Mr. Mr. Cop? Fop. No, <laughs> I just like calling him Fop. Uh-oh, did we lose Anum? Are you muted? Did you again? I did it again. Down. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Off in the distance, uh, in, in, in the snow, a tinny little speaker is just muttering out little curses. Damn thing with a better bots next time. Scumbags from another dimension. I don't know why. I, get, I knew that fat bastard would show up. With <laughs> and, and the snow, uh, as it falls, just covers up the speakers and muff muffles his voice. <laughs> a shimmering portal appears, uh, very large, actually, garage door size, um, same as the uh, same as you saw on the ship. And you hear uh, an echo, a voice echo, a jolly voice echo from the skies. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night, and thank you, thank you for your help, my friends. You're welcome, but you threw off the dynamic pentameter. Well, you, I, here, on Dasher, on Dancer, on Dunder, on the... And his voice just kind of fades off into the distance. Did anybody get the biscuits he promised us? Iambic Do you have biscuits? Iambic pentameter, is that some, some kind of beer? <laughs> oh, I could really use a beer. Come back on the ship. If it isn't, by God's, it should be. I don't see any biscuits, though, and he promised us biscuits. He did. <sighs> Can't trust Look in your pockets. So I have a biscuit in my pocket. Well, it's a Christmas miracle! <laughs> <laughs> I had a biscuit, but Mittens is eating it. Well, that's okay. Everything's back to normal. <laughs> Lights, actually, lights appear. After Revenant, you had two. <laughs> lights start coming on in the orphanage, and people start opening up windows and leaning out and looking around and waving to you and thanks. We wave and looking back. up into the sky. Like they're all saying, back. Merry Christmas. And they're all marveling at the big portal that appeared, the shimmering ring thing with blackness in the middle. I guess that's our cue to leave. So do we if jump you, uh, back through? Do we stroll through? Do we mopey through? You could swan through. 
a one. We could somersault through. I want to try through. and sneak leggy through when the captain's not looking. <laughs> you all, you all do variations of everything we just said to get through the portal. Back on the ship, you see piled among um, the rest of the goods a whole bunch of crates that have a picture on the outside of all of them of delicious cookies with chocolate bits in. Oh, Jack! Oh, what a good guy! It was worth almost getting killed and our heads ripped by a giant robotic spiders for some Killick, gather the crew. Hi, <laughs> Captain. Where'd you go? You got snow all over you. <laughs> what is that thing? <laughs> hey, Killick, this Where's is Leggy. the crew? Like the rest of the crew is swarming up the rigging in terror. <laughs> and Bakari says, What is that doing here? <laughs> like he waggles a, a little a little leg at it. At him. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> now now crew, if you don't come back down, you can't have any biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I bet he could help with the rigging. I wonder if we could climb the rigging. <laughs> I better get a saddle first. <laughs> yes, you just hear various cries of <laughs> from up above. Nobody wants to get close enough to be heard. <laughs> oh, come on down, you big chickens. He's so friendly. Come on. Bakari <laughs> is way off. And grumbling and, and <laughs> And so the crew of the Moya's Revenge learned a special lesson that year. He's just a big soppy, really. Come on! Beat the hell robots and you get cookies. Thank you. That is a good lesson. Wow. The end. Bravo! I bravo! Hooray! Now I'm all in love with the Christmas spirit. Hurrah! And I want a spider bot, too. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, you know, the you may find one under your tree. <laughs> you may oh, find a big... Hmm? Next best thing, a, a Roomba with a jet engine. <gasps> yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yes. Or bungee Excellent. cords, that would be even better. <laughs> I should have given should have given Leggy lasers for eyes. I didn't even think about that. Damn it. Please remember these things too late. That was fun. That thank was you, awesome. thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your patience and uh, mm. um, uh, help with the with the wushu stuff that I didn't memorize. Okay, I'll actually <laughs> Like uh, 94% of it. <laughs> um, it was pretty light. It went good. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was great. Mm -hmm. Cool. Excellent. Thank you and all very much. holiday spirity. Hurrah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all you got to do is stick a big guy in a red suit and, you know, <laughs> that kind of gives it a certain flavor. <laughs> and Snow he came helps. back to help. No, was good. Yeah. 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 He did, he didn't spend all his time uh, rescuing uh, the Martians, or conquering the Martians. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> they were little. It, it was quicker than he thought. Mm. So. Excellent. Thank you all very very much. 
Yep. Sorry we ran over, but we do that very often. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, well, I didn't turn into a pumpkin this time, so it's probably okay. We have one more quick link here. As far as my as my my references to the Roomba with the jet engines, I'll go ahead and throw Uh-oh. that link out there. Oh, cool! Did you actually <laughs> find a picture of? Well, no. Well, that's sort of the of effect of what happened when they did because they were. They, oh, it's from the cartoon. Two, yeah, two of the Anthro PCs were uh, busy making it jump off of this ramp that they'd made. Okay. And well. <laughs> They decided to add the jet engine to get some oomph. <laughs> oh, Got a little man. more than they bargained for. I want two of those. Mwahaha. <laughs> it has children later. It has children. Stop, you're scaring me. <laughs> I told you this is a weird webcomic sometimes. Mm-hmm. They, uh... Oh, yes. Hmm. Very fun. Excellent. Oh my All goodness! Right. I'm sure. I'm yawning. It's, oh heavens! It's that it's time late. of evening. Yep, it's late. It is. All yep, right, now I'm turning into a pumpkin. Well, happy holidays, one and Happy all. holidays, everybody. Absolutely enjoy. Enjoy. Send right. me many presents. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, out. That was the greenhead. Ignore the greenhead. <laughs> no, have a marvelous oh. time. And um, be safe if you're traveling. In two weeks. Absolutely. Oh yes, Absolutely. definitely. Okay. And especially and in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where you're getting cold weather and and ice and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and after this, and any uh, listeners to this will not uh, will probably not hear another gutter skypes until 2011. Eleven. So happy. So happy Bring New Year as well. What? <laughs> get your slug. Come on, what? Get it out there on the on the thingy. Get what out there? It's the thingy. The till 2011. Well, this episode this is weekend. going to post. It's it's going to post this weekend. This episode, oh. what we just did. Oh. And that's that's before Christmas even. But the one oh, on the 28th won't uh, won't post until January 1st. Well, he could do it on no, the thirtieth if, if he really tries. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's true. Not the traditional <laughs> posting day, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, tradition, schmadition. <laughs> tradition, tradition. <laughs> Which brings us full circle. <laughs> I guess so. See, <laughs> see how it all works out. <laughs> have a great holiday, y'all. And all I'll right. talk yep. to you, except for Eric, in two weeks. Eric, have a wonderful time with your family. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Yep. Are you here, everybody? That's right. You're not going to be there Monday either. So, yeah, have a great okay. uh, holiday as well. Thank okay. you very much. Okay. Stay safe, everybody. Stay warm. And happy holidays once again. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you, all Adam, right. for such a great time. Yeah, it was awesome. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Adam. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Take it easy. Bye-bye. Yep. And there it was. Yeah, there was snow in it. There was uh, there was uh, an orphanage. There was um, some some badly hummed holiday music by yours truly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I probably could have put the real thing back in there. But it didn't need it. We knew who we were, where we were, and what was going on. And... Yeah, so far as GMing it goes, 
I thought I knew Wushu a lot better than I did, but of course I didn't. The other thing about it, and this is something that I've noticed about nearly every game I've uh, involved myself in as attempting to be a game master, and that is that I don't put the players in any kind of danger. <laughs> At least I can't remember ever having done that. In Swashbucklers, not so much. It was really more just a series of steps to see what they would do. Framing scenes and watching them go crazy with it and take off and do whatever they were going to do, which is fine. But as far as actual damage goes and, and things bad happening to them, it never seems to happen in games I GM. I'm not so sure that's a good thing. Um, yeah, and I, I, uh, as I was editing this one and putting it together, I'm thinking to myself, is rolling dice in any game that I run just a formality? That, that's probably something I should work on next. Maybe the next time I GM, I should concentrate on making sure that bad things happen to the players. At least once. Well, in this particular case, I'm not all that worried about it because uh, it wasn't supposed to be about things that could kill them. It was supposed to be about Christmas fun. And I hope it was. And I just, you know, it was, uh, it was good to, to tell a little story and have some fun and then let the snow start falling. So, thank you. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for staying with the gutter skypes this long if you've been a long time listener and look forward to more episodes in 2011 because that's uh that's only uh, a couple of weeks away i i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna go outside now and see if it started snowing yet because we were promised a blizzard and i don't see anything yet so stay safe stay warm enjoy and happy holidays to everyone Next up in the Gutter Skypes lineup will be a one-shot of something that we don't know what it is yet. Um, but until then, thanks again, and see you then. <laughs>